How many steps do you take before you have foot pain? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store, and the truth is, the battle between our feet and the concrete or asphalt usually winds up with our feet losing. Studies show that about 75% of people will experience some kind of foot pain by middle age. I found that out a number of years ago with plantar fasciitis, and I tried to remedy it with shoes and drugstore cushions that didn't work. Finally, I went to the Good Feet Store, was personally fitted for arch supports, and I love them so much, I bought the store. Without a plan to protect and support your feet, it is likely you could one day be one of the millions living with chronic foot pain. Don't wait until pain demands that you visit us. Stop by the Good Feet Store today and let one of our trained arch support specialists fit you with your personal system of arch supports. The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. should have been in the olympics really <laughs> is that really how you feel okay let me explain to you people if you don't know us on twitter we've been <laughs> tweeting you tweeted out what was it like the video of the synchronized swimming yeah synchronized swimming which so is cool. insane by the way all the synchronized stuff really the synchronized diving the synchronized yes. swimming like how do you it's one thing to like be your own competitor but then to have to like work with someone and like almost be in their brain of what they're doing is crazy. And you think you and I could do this. Yeah. And I think we could do this. Okay. Mm. So remember when we were in like Pal? <laughs> yeah. So many years ago. What <laughs> year even was that? 2013. Wow. Just right after I graduated uh, high school. Go, almost going on 10 years for that. I know. Yeah. Kind of scary to think about. Yeah. But anyways, we were having a, many a margaritas. So, so, I mean, I don't no, even know. If your mom would make that fucking drink. Yeah, I know. What is you guys? What do you called it? Something. Molly's. Molly's. <laughs> it's like a. I don't even know. I think they found it from Dude, a restaurant. That was the name of it. They fuck you up. They're fun. Like unbelievably so. <laughs> and you're hot. You're on a lake. Yeah. You know, it's we were in there in what July, August, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was hot. We so were in Lake Powell, guzzling the Molly. And before you know it, we were doing synchronized swimming. I'll put a picture up for those who are watching. Yeah, we actually did try. It was quite amazing. We Not to really mention, we it. did it quite a bit when we were younger at the beach. You know, at the True. pool, we would try to do little shows True. and things like that. True. So then I was like, damn, maybe we really. And we were also good swimmers. So what we if we have, like kept going? With our swim parents team? should have seen our talent, and then. You know, put us through rigorous training for all of our lives. What if we and did? And we were like the cousins who were on the Olympics together swim team. Hey, I held up record one time in my local swim pool, okay, for the 50 free. But synchronizing, <laughs> uh, I feel like you also got to be the same body type. And that would do like it would, it would look very weird when you're I think that's part of it because they normally maybe look, they do they're, they look they're very, very similar heights very similar build, but maybe it's just because they're point. athletes. I don't know. They all are have athlete bodies. Yeah, but it's incredible. God, those, those athletes are so muscular. It's um, even the, like the gym, everyone. I'm like, damn, y'all are badass. I know they are. Well, it's their whole life. I it's know. their career. It's amazing. But I'm telling you, we should have fucking stayed with it. Should have gone into. Swimming. I don't know, man. I don't know if we have the talent. <laughs> Could we be synchronized enough? I wonder if it would help to be doing it with like your twin. Like, is that even allowed? 
What if oh, you, ooh, that's a great point. Because then you could have like twin telepathy. Wait, I wonder if there's any twins or like siblings that are yeah. close in age. That I've been wondering this for the last the few heat. days. Like, could I'm you sure just we can be... look that up on a quick Google search, but I don't know. That's a great point. Well, That'd be kind quick of fun. Quick Google search it up, please. Twins who were at the Olympics. Let's see. Identical twins. They did vault gymnastics. Well, there you go. Wow. I don't know when this was. Oh, 1980. But synchronized swimming is a whole different beast right. because you're synchronized. Is it? That's what I'm saying. Would it's it be not like, cheating to be twins? Or could sisters even do it? Because they say families have true kind of a sense of each other. Right. Hmm. hmm. Let us know if you know. Let us know if we should switch our career. I, I Is it too late? It's too late, Janelle. Oh. It's very much so too it's late. It's too late. Thank you. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Sesh Podcast. My name is Kendall. And I'm Janelle. Welcome back, you guys. We missed you we last did. week. We did. We're so sorry we've been gone. Yes. Like, truly. And it's sad for us because we miss this We lot. do. Yeah. Even just being gone one week, I was like, what the hell? I feel like I'm missing a piece of my weekly routine. I, that's how I felt, too. And this is, I kind of consider it my social day because I get to see all my friends. I and agree. Just chill, talk yeah. about whatever. No, last week I was at jury duty. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Janelle had jury duty. Blech. Oh, man. How was Blech. that? It was worse than the first time I was selected at jury duty, like, six years ago i was sitting in a room for like two hours and i got pulled up to the courtroom it was a grand jury so there was like 70 of us and it was this wow. long process and whoever was getting picked was gonna have to do it every other friday for 12 months minimum oh, we'd be so screwed our schedule would be so screwed i was like i can't do that so well yeah. you can't do it anyway because you have a degree what, in psychology i'm not so. the prime pick that's for sure they don't want people who are yeah, have backgrounds and that type of stuff. Typically, although some people yeah. were talking, they were in like the hot seat, like the first runner-ups, I guess you could say, and they were, I don't know. It's, I can't keep up. So maybe I'm just glad I didn't do it. Okay, yeah. I, but I would I would feel that you'd be biased for sure. Yes, I probably would. Well, so like I just- having a psych degree just gives you like all this other knowledge yeah. that could totally mess up. Yeah, exactly. The jury's point of view. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to just be the common people. Right. And yeah, I guess you could consider because then it's like, what if it's someone gets a jury with four people who have psych degrees or right. doctorates or whatever? Yeah. And then you get another jury with another person who's four people who have no right education in that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, then it's not really fair. I personally think that you should be hired like you were talking about have a job like be your job is to be a juror i think it's kind of a wild idea that a lot of people will probably disagree with and i haven't thought it out super well but i've always thought it would be it's probably just because we can't afford it but it would be amazing to have professional jury members people who are trained to be unbiased who go through like a bunch of education regarding blood spatter and testimonies polygraph tests like and I, I don't know, maybe that kind of defeats the purpose, though, because it is supposed to be like Just a jury the, of your peers. Right, right, so, right. But sometimes I get frustrated with these juries because... Or I get just frustrated with the entire system, I should say. Yeah. The whole court system, I think, is a fucking Exactly. Because when you said that, I was like, that's a great idea. Then I'm like, okay, I could see how it's kind of going against the whole idea of like, well, that's... you know, Yeah, the point is to have just people who are just like yeah. you deciding right. your fate or whatever. Right. But... I think one thing that's really annoying is the pay. <laughs> they like, I mean, they don't promise you anything. Granted, I think employers have to still right. pay their employees, but I don't think they have to like pay them the full amount. And also I think it's just, 
I don't know, like if you're making tips and stuff, yeah. like if you rely on that, it's just not enough. Like, and juries are only guaranteed, I'm pretty sure, to pay you like 50 bucks a day. Oh, that's just like really yeah. bad. And See, even if we you don't have money to pay And even if you don't professionals. have an employee, or I mean, even if you don't have a job, sorry, and you go in to be a jury member and you're getting, like, I feel like you should still be getting paid more than $50 a day because that's like yeah. a job. I completely agree. It and is. It's taking away from time of you being able to go and look for a job or whatever else you're trying right. to do. And if you want people who want to be there, who feel like they're being valued to mm -hmm. be there and then they're not screwing up their lives and just wanting it to be over. Like, right. What if someone's in a case where there's deliberation for like days? Right. And they just want to get it over with. They're like, whatever, I'm just going to go with whatever. Right. Else says. And I guess that's like, because well, that's why I it's such be a rigorous process of like, that's why it takes forever to pick the jury so that we don't do. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. And also I feel like, Again, and I don't know exactly how this would work, but when I was there, there were some people who were like, you could tell they were really interested in being there, wanted to be there. Yeah, were I like think it would be a cool super experience. Involved. I'd love to do it one day in my life. But then there were people who had absolutely no interest. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, take those people. Like, I would say anyone who wants to be here, please stay. Volunteer and basis. then you start to comb through of who would actually be a good fit. If you have to draw more people into. Yeah, you or always, just in general, mm -hmm. like, because you may want to be there, but you may not be a good fit. Well, let's start with having everyone who at least wants is volunteering and see if we can pick yeah, enough people Yeah, it would probably make for a lot better juries. And I'm sure there's more than enough people out there that That's would be saying. interested in doing it. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's just, I think there's, there's so much to talk about with juries because there's just so many cases where there's blatant racism mm -hmm. or bias in the jury or mm -hmm. you find out some jury member did x y and z or knew someone and has their own personal bias and right it just in theory it sounds cool to have professionals that are, kind of are drawn from multiple states so that it's not people in that county that can be biased right and have like teams of juries that move all around but i'm sure that logistically just would never sure. work it probably makes no sense but just it's kind of a dream yeah no i agree i wish i just feel like what we have now is not as good as we could have it or as we like deserve to have it as like because the justice system i think is flawed in many ways so yeah not only did i have wonderful jury duty but a few days before that um i actually well my family lost someone pretty close to us a family friend really tragically unexpectedly so that was uh the main reason why we didn't have a podcast last week i just felt like trying to get on here and like act happy and like whatever was just not in the books for me and then at the same time i also didn't want to just have like another like i didn't really have anything to say i was just like really fucking sad and scared and numb just really numb and so i just didn't want to come on here and be like i'm sad scared and numb for a whole hour i don't I know, know. we just, thought about getting on and doing like a therapy, therapy sesh yeah. and talking about it because like i don't know how comfortable you are talking about it now but i'm more yeah i'm okay now better you've, i mean you've struggled with the idea of death and the fear of people dying for ever so long like literally since you were born pretty much I, since i can remember yeah and you've been in therapy since you were a kid for it yeah so this just brought up a lot of feelings it was very triggering yes definitely i it have was a very sad very hard time compartmentalizing like this fear of death I have and the ability to just kind of be like, okay, I can't think about it at this moment. I need to do X, Y, and Z. Like, it's just when that, that for some reason, the, like that just really triggered me. And it was like mm. all I could think about. And it was just, it was a scary situation too, it was really to clarify, scary. like what happened was yeah. pretty just intense and hard to wrap your mind around. And yeah, sadly someone sudden. passed away like at Lake Powell on a family vacation, basically. And I don't really want to go into more detail yeah. than that, but 
it was yeah. unexpected and really tragic. So that's that alone, like just shakes you. I think like hearing of a death that's like just so just random so and, and like they were supposed to be having a good time yeah. and like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was just a lot. And then of course, you know, seeing my stepdad and mom are really close with him, mm-hmm. and so um, just seeing how much it affected them yeah. is obviously just really hard to see people that you care about, you know, in such a broken place. And, um, yeah, yeah it was just a lot. It just, my anxiety was r- ravaging through my body. I don't even think that's a word. Yeah, it was, it was a, just not a good week for a show. And then having no. jury duty on top of it on a normal recording day, yeah, like, exactly. clearly we just need to take a break for the yeah. week. So we appreciate all of you guys who, you know, sent, well yeah. wishes so and- many people were sending really sweet messages and even on mile higher last week when curly stepped in uh mm-hmm. so many people were just like i'm thinking of you janelle and i just really appreciate you guys and i yeah it means a lot to me so i'm yeah. doing better they're awesome i'm doing much better um yeah you 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 are doing a lot therapy better is amazing yeah <laughs> yeah but, yeah and it's I'm, pretty amazing because janelle has the same therapist she's had since she was a kid a that's been working with her time. on these fears right for her whole life so yep. it's amazing that you can go back to her and talk to her about something yes. like this when it happens yep yeah i feel extremely lucky because i know that that's a pretty rare case of someone to be able to have yeah. a therapist for so long and that i feel like knows me better than i know myself sometimes yeah, it's um, so cool it's rare and so i'm very thankful for that but yeah Anyways, um, what are we doing today? Today, we have a great episode planned for you guys. We do. You guys have been requesting a story time mm-hmm. episode. We've got some stories. We were thinking, what kind of stories can we do? Can we do college stories? That's going to be something coming up. We yes. Do that. Roommate stories. Sorority stories. Yep. Childhood Child, stories. Yep. We've got stories. a lot of we things. Got a lot of random crap. But today, we wanted to kind of follow up. Yes. Our first episode on middle, middle school, school boyfriends. Boyfriends. First kisses, all that. Yeah, all that fun stuff. The <laughs> cringiest time of your life. Siri, no, really, though. Middle school really is. It, High school's pretty cringe, too. I though. was going to say, it's pretty fun. <laughs> it's just all cringy. It really is. And I feel like years from now, we'll look back on this time and be like, ew, the 20s were so cringy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll always think your younger self is cringy until Probably. you die. Oh, my God. That's nice. <laughs> Wow, how heartwarming. Today we were talking about our high school boyfriends mm-hmm. when things got a little more serious. Little more serious. Hey, we met our forever loves. We did. In we high school. all met our forever loves. Okay. We had a lot of boyfriends. We did. Like, and not to like big, <laughs> I made so many boyfriends, but like, I feel like it was a little. I always, I was like, always we had a lot talking of to boys, crushes. And, like, I was always talking to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was too. I loved it. And I'm like, well, what does that say about me? I know. <laughs> Like, do I have a problem being alone? <laughs> I've always wondered that too. I'm like, hmm. hmm. I've always just been a hopeless romantic, that type of person who's like dreaming about their future husband. When I was a kid, I was like so into the idea of getting married and yeah, you were relationships and Even stuff. We, so. Yeah, as far as I can remember, <laughs> you were always the mom when we were playing, yes. like pretend. I love love. Aww. And I, I knew I always had a feeling really young that I would find my soulmate really young. That's and really I did. Cute. I did. And Sydney too, like I was saying, I forgot to even mention this, but she also met her boyfriend in high school. So mm-hmm. they're still they've been together for just as long as Josh and I have, what, ten years? Yeah, long time. Um, you guys have been together more than ten years, you and John. Long time. Yeah, we met freshman year. We like, all have our high school sweethearts. In. I know it's very cute, but it wasn't just sweethearts we were with in high school. Okay, we we're also also with some 
cringy <laughs> at least for me i was with i've some got some real douches. cringy memories yeah. yeah i've got some that i'm like still mad about <laughs> Dude, same. i like didn't think about it for so long and then we decided to do this episode so i had to sit down and like make a timeline of my high school and i was like getting mad all over again i was like then this fucker did this <laughs> I was getting so Same. pissed and off. then I'm like, damn, I let him off too easy. I should have cussed his bitch ass out. Like, I was what like, the hell is what? that? Yeah. I was thinking the same thing about several of them. Like, I could have done I that breakup do way better. I would so differently if I go back, like, knowing what I know and, like, yes. having the confidence and, like, self-worth yes. I do now. You know I what know. I mean? Like, I had no confidence in high school. I feel I was, like, like most of us lacked so that. Yeah, I mean, it's high school. You yeah. don't know who you are, really. You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to impress yourself and other people and... And I think that was part of it, too, is like when I was single, I would feel like I was less than or not good enough to have a boyfriend. Mm. And that would make me feel bad about myself. So having a boyfriend would make me feel good. Mm, That's really sad. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like nothing without a a man. Oh, God. I mean, it's like truly I wish I I mean, I hope I can like talk to my daughters and be like, look, these are the years that you want to be single as much as you can and have fun. Be with your friends. I regret not being with my friends as much as I could have been. Like there were a lot of things that I would miss to like go hang out with my boyfriend or whatever. And, yeah. Or same. wasn't as involved in, in as involved in the school, you mm. know, like sometimes oh, I, I would like ditch things and just go hang out with Josh or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, but I got a husband out of it. So and Boom. I am very happy <laughs> with my husband. That's so. good. We're very glad. Well, I guess I'll kick it off. Yeah, kick it off. We also have some spicies, people. Oh, we do have spicies. Yeah, yeah. just a few little, just a few like, little... nuggets. Some spicy chicken nuggets, you know what I mean? <laughs> spicy chicken nuggets, baby. Where's our spicy button? I don't um, need... Oh, spicy. Yeah, hello, it's right here. <laughs> Guys, we, we really are suck. getting closer and closer to our studio every single week. Yes. Bear with us. We are. But I mean, side note, you guys, holy shit, it's, it's coming along. Cool. It's fucking awesome. It's going to be really cool. Like we're working on right now, the walls, wallpaper. Like it should be in the next month that you start to see at least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably lights out first, I think. Probably. So. Oh my God. I'm so yeah. Because we finally got the spi- the soundboard. Soundboard. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. Well, yeah. See, that's what happens. Very touchy. I pick it up. You it, barely it touch it. It goes off. It's a whole thing. We need to reevaluate the soundboard. When we get a moment to do so. Well, when we're in the new studio, everything's going to be easier. Twill. Everything's going to be easier because we have fiber internet there. Oh, so excited. So Fiber internet gives me a boner. (laughs) (laughs) Think of those upload speeds. I love those upload speeds, baby. Okay. Anyways, what are we doing for our first spicy topic here? Oh, yeah. This is so dumb that this is even spicy. Yeah. um, Okay. So Mila and Ashton Kutch. The Kutch, as we like to call him in this house. Yes, the Kutch. <laughs> okay, so recently they appear in the Dak Shepard Armchair Expert podcast, and they stated that they wash their kids only when they spot dirt on them. They're like, okay, if you can see dirt on them, then you clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. And, and they said they also don't shower themselves. Yeah, they also admitted they that they, they don't regu- yeah, regularly bathe. They're not regular bathers. Which I don't know what mean like what a yeah. regular bather means like if that's every day because if that's what it means then I'm not a regular bather either. Yeah, me either. And I think most of us could agree that. Yeah, showering I mean, is like not my favorite thing to do. So I'll, I'm like with Mila and Ash. I'm team non shower. I mean, I love a bath. Like I'll take a couple baths a week. But, but that's like more like to relax. It for is. You. It's not like, like I'm not in there scrubbing to, and like yeah yeah I don't understand why there's been so much backlash about this and so many opinions like oh, people have been like oh my god all right they weren't like we never bathe and then i guess mila even was like 
Well, it's not. I guess she grew up and didn't have hot water. So it basically was like regular for her not to yeah. shower a lot. It's regular for a lot of people I know. going back forever. Right. Exactly. No, it's so true. <laughs> and then I guess she also said that she still washes her face every day or twice yeah. a day and that they wash their armpits and crotch, but nothing else really. That's fine. That's good. Good for them. Right. Good for them. Saving the planet. Like, Less water. Hell yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going People strike. did that for a long time. You think the cavemen were showering every day? Absolutely no. not. Dude, I don't. I only shower a few times a week. No, some people had like a bucket of water a week to work with. So. Yeah, whatever. If you're cleaning your, especially your armpits and your genitals, like you're probably fine. Probably. And when it comes to the kids, like obviously there's people out there that were getting very like, oh, this is abusive to not wash your kids. And like, yes, there are people out there that abuse their kids and don't and neglect them and don't wash them when they need to be cleaned. Right. All they're saying is they don't do it unless they see something visible, which I'm sure they're kids. It's probably quite often right. that they have something visibly dirty on them. I kind of sure took it, it as they like, mean like weeks on it. Exactly. End. I think they were kind of like making a joke out yeah. of it. Like, yeah, unless the dirty well, we don't do nightly baths, pretty much sure. is what they're saying. Right. I don't know if I'll do nightly baths with my kids. Sounds like a lot of work. And like, why the hell? Especially when you're a kid, yeah. like pre-puberty. Like, they who? do say that it helps a lot with getting your baby to sleep though because oh. warm water really does calm your body that's why a lot of people will like sydney you were saying you shower every oh, yeah. night i shower before bed. to get your hair yeah. done and everything no but... i don't like wash my hair every night but i will definitely get in the shower every night before bed and just like relax yeah i yeah, like to like, shower before bed too like wash myself <laughs> warm water is really good for bringing down your just your stress level and <laughs> yes yes the tent kinda, like the, yes kind of letting you, you dealt just... with in the day right Right. Wash the day off. Like, I get that. I understand mm-hmm. if some people want to do it every day because I take a bath whenever I can before bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You're a big bather. I am. I'm a big bather. Bather. I love water. <laughs> I do love showers. I love baths. I love them all. Yeah. But I, if I can avoid it in a day, washing my hair and showering, like, I don't feel the need to get, like, no. clean every day. I'll go, I think over the weekend, I went like three days. Oh, yeah. It was fine. Oh, absolutely. That hap- yeah, that's Just put deodorant on. Yeah, I was going to say I got good native deodorant and I'm yeah, I mean, I'm kind of lucky enough, I guess. I think it's like every person's different. Like John right. likes to shower every single day and says he needs to. I'm like, all right, whatever. That is not me. <laughs> yeah, definitely not me either. So anyways. Um, OK, in other <laughs> spicy news, we have Simone Biles. Simone. OK, Simone Biles. Literally, I didn't think I could love her anymore. I know. But now I. I do. I do. I love her even. Yep. Even more. She is the true like epitome of, I feel like a champion. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. So if, if for some reason you don't know, Simone Biles removed herself from the team final following one rotation on the vault. So she did like one rotation and she barely, it looks like she got lost in the air and then like landed barely on her feet. And then after that, she withdrew herself due to mental health reasons she was saying that she needs to take care of her mental health because it's so much pressure because if you really don't know simone biles is a gymnast Gymnast. she's probably i mean she's the best gymnast in the world right now i think ever i think ever yeah um she's incredible and i was so upset the other day or yesterday when this broke because i was watching her highlights from the night before on tv from the day before and like loving it and just thinking like oh she's such a badass i can't wait to watch the rest of this i'm so excited to watch and then my dad calls me and he's like, did you hear about Simone Biles? You're like, like, no. Shit. 
But like, but, I totally get it. And I am so proud of her yes. for doing what she needs to do and being selfless enough to take herself out of the spotlight right. when she is this star and everyone's she's she said she's willing to walk away from all of that for her mental health. Yes. And I think that speaks volumes. And it's horrible. The reason we bring this up is because so many people have just said horrible just horrific that like i mean i don't even know how to describe it other than just horrendous yeah i know people have said such just nasty like things she's about ungrateful her. she's this it's like anyone else would be fired if this was a if this was a male on a football team which also by the way she's doing uh routines and I don't, stunts tricks oh you know specific things yeah, that are I don't know. considered really really difficult to the mm -hmm. point where they're like the judges have never judged someone off of this skill level and difficulty mm -hmm. and and risk and so she, they're already kind of like they're not i guess they don't they're kind of like discouraging her from taking those big risks because it is dangerous and they don't know how to like evaluate her so i think she was already kind of feeling like you know, I have so much pressure on me. I'm trying my best and yeah. I'm still not really even getting this like fair treatment by the judges and by people who are, you know, evaluating me. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, she, yeah, she ended up withdrawing and the team took silver, which is fucking awesome still. Like, yeah, so badass, like silver medal and just yes. even go to the Olympics is so fucking badass. I know. And the people that are blaming her for this, right. it's like, can you just shut the fuck up? I know. Seriously, I, I, get, I get so mad over it because it just makes no sense to me when we see other people posting about mental health or coming out about their depression right. and or talking about mental health awareness month. Like we're all in on that and everyone's posting right, right, all these right. things. And then when someone on the spot is the best example possible for how to take care of your mental health and prioritize yourself actually does. takes action and does it. Everyone's all like thousands of people. Ungrateful. Exactly. Ridiculous. Ungrateful. You know, didn't have what it takes. Right. Like just, oh, it makes me so angry. It's really ridiculous because if you think about it, let's say Simone Biles, which she has competed with injuries before, but let's say she broke her leg in half. Couldn't, yeah. there's no way she could compete. People wouldn't be like, God, Simone, you're such a quitter. What's wrong with you? Like, why is it that when your brain and your mental health is hurting or being affected, mm -hmm. we all of a sudden have an opinion. But if she broke her arm, if it's something like physical that you can see, then we don't we don't question it. And who knows how bad it really is? Like, right. we're all just assuming, oh, it's the pressure. Maybe other things right. are going on in her life. We have no Maybe idea. Maybe it's trauma from the years of abuse that she yeah. went through before all of this. Mm -hmm. Just if everyone could just shut the fuck up and <laughs> let the girl live, that would just be great. Yeah, because I, I this is more. so annoying. Like, we should be supporting our athletes representing our country. Right. It's just, dude, she's a young girl. She's 24. It's amazing. Like, fuck. She's, she's already done second more Olympics. in her life than more of these people will right, ever, ever do, do in theirs. That's what the thing is so funny. is like all these people have so many opinions. I'm like, dude, you couldn't even do a push-up if your life fucking <laughs> depended on it. Seriously. Okay, not saying that I could do it either, but I'm not talking. <laughs> like, and then I think people think because they make statements that they believe are true, that it's okay and valid to say them. It's still obnoxious. <laughs> it's still annoying. And shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's all I have to say to you. That's all so I have to say to I'm just you. so done with it. Like I was getting pissed on Twitter 
reading people's replies to things like it's very annoying i almost started fighting with randos i almost got to that point really yeah oh shit. not on mine but like on, on other, other people like just randos that have nothing to do with me i almost started picking sometimes fights. that happens to me too on twitter if something really and then i'm like i'll like literally start replying <laughs> like, and then i'm like, and like you know delete, what delete delete, delete delete it's not worth it i know it's not worth it it's not a good look it's not a good look but yeah i mean she she I mean, she still was out there cheering on her teammates, standing on the sidelines, like being a great cheerleader. That, mm-hmm. Like, how much more? How much more can you support your team by right. taking yourself out? Right. She literally was like, "I don't, don't want to lose a medal yeah. because of me." That's the best teammate forbid, possible. Get hurt herself because in mm-hmm. gymnastics, I was—I'm not that I'm a gymnast, but I was reading. You have—I could imagine—you have to be so focused in what you're doing when you're doing these like insane stunts in the air and one wrong move you can kill yourself or paralyze yourself for life and so it's like if you're mentally not able to like can keep yourself focused on what you're doing that you can get hurt that you can get hurt it's not worth it take a step back it's not worth it if it's going to impact your future right you know career right yeah yeah all those people are really annoying but i know it's like a minority you know it's just sometimes those people people are the loudest and it's annoying because their tweets seem to go up to the top of oh, the replies because so many people engage with it and get mad that right. you see it first. Right, right, right. And it just makes me mad. Uh, quick question. Did her, did the coaches say anything about it? or They were just like, I think they were being yeah. really supportive and they yep. weren't like, you know, oh, okay. saying, giving specific reasons. They were like, there's a medical condition going on and then they confirmed it was mental health and they were like, she's done for the night. And okay. I think they, I mean, they still, when I was like watching her out yeah. there, they seemed very supportive of her and I'm sure... They understand. I mean, oh, yeah. well, of course, you know, that's the other. Yeah. Her whole team, all of her teammates are being supportive. Like, so then we need to follow that. America yeah. needs to follow that. Oh, yes. Totally. Yeah. No, you I'm know? just curious because that would be the worst. Like if, if your yeah, coach, they were like, like no, you supportive. need to stay in. No, yeah. I'm sure they're like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. you have done enough for the right, USA right. and you're continuing to set an example of what a great athlete is. She's such a good role model for young women. Such a great role model. So many young women out there, young men too, are going through mental health issues, especially the youth. Like it's so Mm -hmm. prominent in this generation because of social media. Everything's gotten so toxic. So for a role model like that to do what she did, I think it's amazing. I think we should all be just applauding her. Yeah. Applauding her, giving her nothing but love and Mm -hmm. I agree. And yeah, I'm proud of her. She Silver's can, fucking awesome. Yeah, Silver's so... I know, exactly. And then 18-year-old Sunisa Lee ended up winning the gold in the all-around gymnastics competition like late yesterday, which is so badass. She's 18 years old. Like, what a cool accomplishment. Yeah. And then I guess Simone is still, you know, trying to decide if she's going to compete in next week's final event competition mm-hmm. that goes from like August 1st through 3rd, I believave Um, So that's not, you know kind of up in the air right finalized now. yeah it's kind of up in the air exactly well i hope she does whatever she wants to do and she's not pressured either way i agree yeah 100 percent. love her such a badass such love about all oh, those love women. watching gymnastics oh me too it's, it's so cool it's really cool and it's cool that russia won after like what was it yeah like 94 was the last time they yeah. won a gold like that's f- and they deserved it too they des- yeah those girls work super hard as well yeah. it's just cool to watch athletes like all compete together but they also still keep this level of like sportsmanship that's so inspiring like they're they're hugging each other they're clapping for each other every time you hear someone in an interview they're they're just like i'm just so happy to be here i'm just so thankful to be in the olympics like all the swimmers they'll like 
you know, go over to the other side of the lane, hug each other. I think that's so beautiful. Me too. I was thinking about it when I was watching swimming yesterday, how cool it would be if they would do a relay race, but with four different countries in it and just have, you know, just random groups just for fun. Like it doesn't have to be whatever. I just wish they would do more of that. Yeah, I agree. You know, Mm -hmm. which I know they have uh, the, like they have a basketball team where people from all over the world and what mm-hmm. are those called? Mm-hmm. I think it's the all-star. Yeah. yeah all-star. All-stars. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. But it'd be cool to see some things like that within the actual Olympics. I agree. Yeah. Because it only takes that camaraderie further. So true. Yep. But anyway, we have one final spicy topic. Spicy. This is a cringe ass topic. Oh, yes, it is. We have douche of the day for sure. We've the got. Baby. <laughs> the baby. Is douche of the day. The baby is the douche. <laughs> the baby. wow the baby uh first of all worst rap name ever in my opinion (laughs) and i've been saying this since he came out duh baby Baby. that's all he could think about why would you want to duh baby (laughs) that's how bad it's gotten like really (laughs) duh baby (laughs) (laughs) so much it just sounds so stupid like dua lipa featuring duh baby baby. so bad but anyway oh, he's God. he's a real idiot at one of his shows he decided yeah. to have everyone lift their cell phone lights up in the air mm-hmm. if, if they, he said quotes if you didn't show up today with hiv aids or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks then put your cell phone lighter up ladies if you're oh my god this is cringe <laughs> ladies if you're a pee-pee so I'm just going to say that for YouTube. For sake. <laughs> smell like water. Put your cell phone lighter up. Fellas. Smell like water. <laughs> water. <laughs> Fellas, if you ain't sucking D in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. This what? is at the Rolling Live Festival. I don't even know what that is. Some festival. He's saying this. This was on July 26th. So a few days ago. That's what he was saying. Holy fucking cringe. Wow. That is... That is like yikes! <laughs> what if like, you if you pee pee smell like water? Put your cell phone up. <laughs> what does that even mean? So, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, baby's really stupid. I'm like the baby. You shouldn't be telling women what their pee pee should be smelling like. Oh. And the whole like oh, it's just just so bad and offensive. I know. It's so disgusting. When I first Shut heard up. the first part of that statement yeah. about the HIV AIDS thing, yeah. I was thinking, is this just ignorance is this lack of education somehow that he doesn't understand that hiv aids is connected to the lgbt community right. is he just dumb right is he just <laughs> no. stupid does he not know um right the history of like that connection but then people can yeah i read the rest of the statement i was like okay so clearly he, clearly he knew exactly oh, he knows what he was saying Sucking you know D in the parking yes. lot what a fucker why what are you piece saying of shit. why are you saying that it's i hope he so is so done stupid. after that the baby needs to be the baby needs to be done put in the crib he's done <laughs> he's done put the baby away put the baby down phone yeah, up baby down baby down <laughs> as far down yeah. as possible because that is disgusting all of these statements which i didn't even know until i was just reading about this came after the baby's decision the baby's decision decision toy lanes was on the stage who if you don't remember was the rapper who is famous basically for shooting megan the stallion yep. in the foot he's a piece of shit too he's during a domestic a dispute so yeah he had tory lanes up there and then was like p.s <laughs> All you pee should be smelling like water and don't suck D in the parking lot. 
Like it's why? just the stupidest just thing I've ever heard. Tell me why anyone would do that. Why is this relevant to your concert? Pa- obviously, of all right, the things right. to shout out, like put your lighters up if you are getting hot tonight. You're getting laid tonight. Something right. like that would be much more normal. Like no, he's put your lighters up if you, your vagina smells like water. Yeah. <laughs> What was he on? They're like, what kind of water? Tell me he wasn't on something. He must have been like... Bitch, what the hell? Even if you're on something, you shouldn't be saying that. Is he known for saying stupid ass shit like this before? Like, I don't don't know anything about him as far as like what he does in his life. I don't know shit about him. Is this normal behavior for the baby? (laughs) I don't know. The baby's having a tantrum. Well, he's done. And Dua Lipa said... She was like, God, I can't believe we fucking collabed. What the hell was that? Yeah. Um, But also, this is really cringy. I guess he had his new music video come out that was called Giving What It's Supposed to Give. And in the music video, he held up a sign that said AIDS. And the video ends with a message spelling out in a rainbow lettering. Don't fight hate with hate. My apologies for being me the same way you want the freedom to be you what stop he wait so this just happened he released a music video yeah look at this picture Shh. so so they pulled this together in like 24 hours i that's what they're I like all right dude, so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna have you stand there with an aid sign then we get some rainbow coloring and we're gonna write love is love and don't hate on don't me. hate on me for being the same way you for being me the same way you want the being freedom to be me, you dude no don't hate on me for being a homophobe just like you want to be <laughs> homosexual like what the fuck does that mean and he also made a tweet do you have the tweet uh, he said like no he was like y'all i'm sorry i can see how i offended oh. y'all but you know i'm doing i'm gonna do me you do you and i don't care what y'all do lgbt okay bro like, dude worst apology just don't ever like, why did you yeah well, it's just so clear he doesn't mean it all because he, he meant everything he said at the concert oh yeah and what a dude! Big names were coming out. I'm like Elton John yep. um, came on Twitter and was like, "This feels the stigma of discrimination and is the opposite of what our world needs to fight the AIDS epidemic." Amen to that. Which is so true. Like the stigma between the connection of like LGBTQ and AIDS, it needs to end. And this is just making it so much fucking worse. It's so purely insensitive to bring like even the you know sucking D in the parking lot and the water pussy thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> whatever you said. <laughs> whatever about that it's yeah. like just dumb right but then why are you attacking people who have possibly an illness that can kill them right and like it's this not, is really and it serious doesn't discriminate against like like sexuality anyone can attract this like he wouldn't have gone out there and said put your lighter up if you don't have leukemia right you know it's it's clearly an attack he thought it was okay because it's gay people and then the second part of that just confirms it even more. So he's a piece of shit. He's not sorry. He meant what he said. Yeah, and the baby is decanceled. Decanceled. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of the clothing brand Boohoo Man? Boohoo Man? Yeah. Is that like Boohoo for men? <laughs> I have no idea. Boohoo Man? I've never heard of it, but it's a, I guess it's a clothing brand that he had a line with or something, but he got dropped oh. by them. Mm, good. So they were like, yeah, we condemn drop, this crap. Drop, drop. Now we just need to drop him from... The music. Well, good luck getting another feature with anyone else. Seriously. Yeah, he's probably, um, that's probably the end of the baby. Da baby. The start of the end of the baby. baby. Oh, no. The end. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thought All right, we just, we are idiots. Okay, let's go forward. Let's tell our boyfriend stories. Oh my god, I'm really excited. For Me this. too. Ugh. It's gonna be some good shit. Yeah. But before we get into that, we want to thank our first sponsors for the day. With Lunchables, you can build a cracker stacker as high as the moon, or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a good turf like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Build yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lunchables, built to be eaten. With Lunchables, you can... Build a cracker stacker as high as the moon. Or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a good turf like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Build yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lunchables, built to be eaten. Okay, so high school lovers. <laughs> so I coming out of middle school, mm-hmm. I was in a relationship still with Nerald. Nerald. You remember from the last episode? Nerald and I had a long relationship. We were together all of middle school and we tried to make it work into high school. We had a good summer together too, going into high school. I remember we were like at a really good spot and, you know, had more courage around each other. So we would kiss Mm. and like, you know, it was serious. It was getting more serious. serious. But then high school began and the world opened up a lot more. Right. (laughs) You know, there was a lot. All the new schools feeding in. You're like, oh, I've never seen you before. (laughs) You're very overwhelmed. Plus, like, the chances of having classes with each other were very slim. So we didn't really get to see each other ever. Um, Plus, there's just so much awkwardness of, like, how do you act as a couple in high school? Because that was different than middle school. Because you're kind of harted around in classes. Plus, you're the youngest one as a freshman. You're with, like, you know, 18-year-olds who back then I thought were, like, actual adults. Looking back, I'm like... Oh, I know. Like, I really did that? too. Going to high school, I was like, God, seniors are like 18. Like, they're like real adults. I'm like, oh, God. I know. I know. Your perception of people's ages is so different so back different. then. Um, but yeah, I was kind of thinking about, you know, playing the field a little bit, getting curious. And I think he was too. It's just sure. natural. We'd been together for three years. That's a long time As for middle schoolers. A, yeah. That's insane. And we were like committed. Like everyone in our middle school knew we were together. And oh my God. That's really cute. Yeah. It was, it was very cute. And it was like a very sweet, very like friendly thing because right. our parents, we were basically just friends, you know, our parents grew up or would like bring us to things together. So we were just really good friends. We'd play most of the time. Like most of our activities were like playing lacrosse and going for walks sure like we would do stuff together watch certain things and whatever Mm. so yeah i was kind of ready for a more mature relationship but we did go to homecoming together and it was a very awkward homecoming because i was uh on crutches you were (laughs) yeah why (laughs) i don't even remember i think it was oh it was from a dance injury it was for i like tore my uh hamstring or like not tore it but strained Strained it. it so yeah, I believe that's what it was. But I was on because I was on crutches three times in high school. God, you were one of the girls that was yeah. always on crutches. <laughs> I was pretty clumsy. I never broke a bone though, but I always had like a sprain or something going on. But I was on crutches and I was like super humiliated to be the one in like a dress in crutches in the. Did in you the have like a boot on and stuff? And stuff or like a wrapped up ankle? Yeah, it was Couldn't wrapped wear, like your up. shoe. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no. to wear like shoes. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, no. Plus, I was very nervous because Nerald was still quite short and I was getting my growth spurt. So <laughs> I was taller than him at this time. And I remember just being so stressed out about like Aww. homecoming pictures. Like, Aww. am I going to look taller than him? So I was low-key kind of happy about my crutches because I was like, I can kind of hunch over hunch over and look like <laughs> so much shorter. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, we went to homecoming and I'm, I don't even remember it. Like, I don't think we really danced much or I think it was just, you know, you're the freshman at homecoming always feels so awkward. You're just like standing around, standing and, around. It's like this big yeah. built up thing in your head. And then you're there and you're like, e- e- oh, yeah, I built it up big. I even got my makeup professionally done. Holy shit. My mom brought me to like the Macy's counter and they did it and they made me look, dude. Oh, my God. They put so much makeup on me. Like I had full like lip liner and it was like way too much. And I got home and I was like, oh, my God. Honestly, it probably wasn't that much compared to where, what I wear now. But at the time. Yeah. For I just got out of middle school. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is like God damn. I felt I don't know. It just didn't feel like me. <laughs> but yeah, so we went to homecoming, but then we fizzled shortly after that. And I remember our breakup was like a really weird time because I was also like losing my friend. Mm. You know? And uh-huh. we'd like grown up together. So it was like, oh, do we just like not talk? And of course it was really dramatic. And of course. Who who did the official break off? Well, or was it kind of mutual? He heard I believe if I remember right, he heard that I was saying that I kind of wanted to break up with him because I was telling people that like to be cool, like, I don't know, you know, (laughs) we'll see. There's some other options. (laughs) And he wanted to be the one to do it. But then I wasn't completely sure he broke up with me. And then I remember being kind of relieved. Like, I wasn't that sad about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I remember like his mom was literally over at my house with my mom that night. We were just all talking about it. And she was like, it's okay," And like like yeah and like you know i i my friend still and everything's fine yeah. and i just i don't i don't remember like crying over it or being hmm. like heartbroken at all yeah well i could see how it'd be like because when i entered high school it was like a whole new world right yeah. like i kind of felt like i remember i was like riding this high for a few like first yes, months of high school totally. being, like Especially, it's a new place and like a new start mm-hmm. and like and the high schools we went to we got to do open campus yeah. so we got to leave like i remember we, my first period in high school was an off hour and i like went up to someone like i don't remember who just someone teacher in the hallway and was like do you know where i'm supposed to be right now and they're like, like you're anywhere. off you can go to starbucks and i was like what <laughs> And like leaving and stuff by myself. Just, yeah, yeah. I just felt like such an adult and I kind of wanted to like start my new adult. life. Sure. Yep. So I was kind of fine with it, but it was sad because Nerald and I were awkward for the rest of high school. Aww. Like we barely talked together and sometimes we'd life lifeguard together later on junior, senior year. Yeah. And we just like would barely speak. It was so awkward. And looking back, I'm like, why? Nothing bad happened. It was just. I feel like because at that point, it's just an awkward phase. And yeah. It's like. You like, don't know what to say. You don't exactly. know how to like make a friendship when there was this other thing there. And sure. I think there was always jealousy and like he had other girlfriends. I had other boyfriends. There was always just kind of weirdness. Right, right. But um, after in college and stuff, we like, I don't remember if we'd like DM or we chatted a few times. Then he ended up coming to our wedding, which yeah. was really cool. And I like talked to him for a while there. So he's probably the only ex I have from high school that I'm like, on with. good terms with <laughs> yeah. yeah not so much everyone else oh no uh but yeah then i uh had a brief stint with this guy named i'll call him terrence <laughs> um and this only lasted a month and it was actually one of narold's 
friends. Oh no. So that was very <laughs> fucked up of me, honestly. I can't believe I did that. And I'm pretty sure I did it to kind of like get at him. Oh yeah, yeah. But I got really into this guy and he was really religious and he would bring me to this Christian church of Christ all the time. Oh. Um, and I would go all the time. And I got kind of oh. into it. Oh, like I was into their youth group. I would go to would like them for laser tag or bowling or whatever. And sometimes Nerald would be there too. And we'd kind of like hang out, but it was still You're like, I'm with him now. Sorry. But their church would have cool things like lock-ins. Have you ever heard of a church lock-in? No. The fuck is that? It's a very common thing for church. Josh like did it all the time. Over? Yeah. Sydney's yeah. saying the same thing. I, yeah. It was fun. They call them lock-ins, but they, yeah, you like stay at the church for the night oh. and like have sleeping bags, but a lot of it's worship songs and there's like some congregation, but a lot of it's games. But is it co-ed? Yeah, but they would... Like, like there's the you. boys oh, okay. in this room and the girls but you still like do activities together yeah yeah i could see how that'd be fun because like totally in what fun. other setting does that take yeah. place i was like i can't oh, we think get of another stay one overnight with the boys like, right put on our jammies in front of the boys like i just thought it was so cool <laughs> and even though i had no idea what the fuck they were ever talking about i'd be in the their worshiping with their songs like hell yeah You're like, well Jesus. i guess they weren't saying hell yeah but <laughs> I was into it though because Terrence was into it. Yeah, oh, yeah. they had some good songs, yeah. and I was uh, kind of the church tag along for so many people. Like I went to so many different friends' churches that's over amazing. the years. I've been to a bunch of churches because they were always fun. I always went to them to like the youth group or yeah, the yeah. vacation Bible school or the lock-ins. The like I only came to fun shit, and the snacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was kind of into that for a while. Then he and I broke up, and that was actually I like barely remember it, but it was really messy. And our moms had to get involved. Like we started fighting like really bad with each oh, other geez. and saying like really mean things to each other. And then he he like was so upset about the breakup that this is kind of getting intense, but he was like saying to his mom that he was like suicidal oh, over God. it. Oh, Jesus. I know. And so it was like Damn. this really intense thing. We had to go to his house and like sit there and he was crying oh and God. I was with my mom and it was like, yeah, it was like kind of. How long after like how long was this after you guys started dating like a month we straight up we dated from like the beginning of winter break to the end of january or something Isn't like that, that amazing how long you think that is back yeah, then like, back then i was like 30 days we just had our 30 day anniversary <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was, it was so dramatic like the fact that our moms had to be with us i mean damn yeah it was it was quite dramatic and i wish i remember more of the details of like why that all happened right. but we fought a lot and I know it was very toxic and so that ended and I never talked to him again. Oh no. We never spoke again. And he was actually my good friend all of middle school too. Like a kind oh. of a, so it was, it was an awkward thing. Mm. Yikes. But then th later that uh, March going after that a little while later, I found Daryl, 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 Daryl. And wow, was I impressed with his ass. I thought he was the best fucking thing that had ever happened to me. Daryl. 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 Yeah. We all know. We all know who Daryl is. So yeah, oh. he he seemed so cool to me. And I, I felt like such a dork compared to him. And I was like, why does this cool guy like me? He went to another school and he was on like JV Lacrosse as a him? freshman. That is very unclear to me. I remember that my one of my friends kelly like gave me his number or something and i think we started texting before we even met oh, so typical i, have, I think it yep. was one of those situations because i just remember like all of a sudden i was texting him yeah and then we like agreed to meet up and yeah <laughs> it was one of those things um but i just thought he was so cool did not understand why this cool guy 
from this other school. He was on JV lacrosse as a freshman. Ooh. I know. He was like, I'm going Spicy. on varsity next year. Oh, I was like, shit, oh, you're shit. Like, oh, my God. Drop my panties. I know. I was I was in to Daryl, you guys. I really <laughs> did think he was like my Prince Charming. And of course, I'm like, I'm marrying this guy. I'm marrying. I'm part of their family. I took it seriously. Like, I'd go to all their little family dinners and like Damn. spend a ton of time. I got close with his sister. I loved both of his parents so much. I think I liked his family more than I ended up liking him at the end. And that's what broke my heart the most. Oh, <laughs> because no. I loved their family. They were so nice. His sister was awesome. And I was such a good girl for him. Like for his birthday, I like snuck into his house with, well, with his mom Yeah, when he was at school and like decorated his whole fucking room. And I helped throw him a surprise birthday party yeah. with her. And I was so into him, dude. That's um, cute. We would have these little, I was trying to think of, what memories I have of this relationship because it was five months, but to me it felt so fucking really? long. Because I remember him. I know. Like, it was I only met him five a few months. times. It was like it was like April to August, something like that. Um, but he <laughs> we would have this whole routine of good morning and good night messages. This was like this big deal for us. I'm sure so many oh people God, did just this. a memory of my <laughs> I've done that. I did that too. Yeah, yep. And his his role was to do the good night messages. Oh, no. Because I always stayed up later than him. And then I was supposed to, after he went to sleep and sent his, type one up while he was up. sleeping so he could wake up to it. Oh, my God. We lived the same life. Really? More than I already thought. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally yep, forgot about It this. was like our big thing. And oh, my God. These messages he would send me. They were so romantic. Like, this guy had a way with words. Or he was, like, looking shit up and getting stuff from lyrics. Because that's what I was doing. <laughs> I felt like I couldn't keep up with his messages. So I would listen to my iPod Touch and, like get a song idea or get like a idea from yeah. a lyric and then like put it put in my it. own words and like <laughs> dude i feel like i did that too they would be these not just like good morning sweetie love you they were like paragraphs of like professing our love to each other oh and my god eventually i got kind of sick of it especially because i always had to wait till he went to bed to type his and sometimes i had to wake up early and i was pissed so one morning i just didn't do it i just went to sleep and he like freaked out at me dude he was like you don't love me anymore he was very upset like thought i was gonna break up with him over it oh shit oh so i had to like do those messages every <laughs> night and you run out of shit to say like we barely even saw each other we were at different schools i saw him like maybe twice a week if i was lucky you know and I'm, it's like how much love can you pro possibly profess to someone right so so quickly too i know he was in dude this guy would oh he was just such a charmer like he would tell me we'd get on the phone and he would tell me i was his world we're gonna have kids together like you're everything i've wanted oh in a girl freshman year of high school <laughs> yes this is like summer of freshman year going into sophomore okay. year but yeah got it so he this is so fucking cringy looking back but at the time i thought it was so cute oh no he recorded a dude in his lacrosse team a senior on his team talking in the locker room about his girlfriend and talking about how he's so glad that they he found his love in high school and they're going to go to college together. And he, he was like telling all the guys, like, when you find the one, you'll know and having your best. I don't even remember. It was yeah. this whole long thing. And he sent it to me. And I thought it was adorable. <laughs> I was like, wow. And he was like, this is what we're going to be like. This is what I want our relationship to be like. And I basically just took everything that that guy said and was like, that's how he feels about me then. 
doesn't need to say it himself. That's how <laughs> he just recorded some other dude. Now I'm like, that is so oh creepy that God. you were like whipping out your little flip phone and recording this some guy. Other dude was probably like 17 yeah. or 18. And I was oh like, at that God. point, I was like, okay, we're married. That's it. Like, okay, we're, we're gonna done. be Build together on. forever. So, wow. Um, but of course, like in young relationships, you hit a point where the dude starts, it's normally the guy starts pressuring you to many do times. Things. Yep. And that was, that became like a big issue for us because I just didn't feel like I was ready to lose my virginity. And I was like, I wanted to be with you, but I want to be ready. And like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was still pretty young. And honestly, I just wasn't like confident enough with my own body parts to like yeah, be doing that. Just yet. not ready for it. Like, yourself. I need some time to explore myself, you know? So we would do like everything else, but. <laughs> he would always tell me, oh, this will make us closer, baby. Like, this will bring the trust. And I was like, yeah, okay. And like, so he kept convincing me and I kept pulling back. And then we'd have several dates where he would try and I would shut it down. Yeah. And then he would get all pissed when he left. Oh, and I was God. like, oh, God, I feel like the end's coming. Oh, no. So I planned this camping trip. Um, God, my parents were fucking cool. Honestly, my parents were so cool. My dad decided he would take me and Daryl on a camping trip. Just my dad, like just him and us two. Freshman going to sophomore year. I know. Because, well, not, we weren't allowed to sleep in the same tents, but we, oh. I was like convinced him to like bring us on this Still, trip. Still, like, my dad cool. loved me. Oh, he was, he's so cool. And he like, he always, what I appreciate about my dad is he always took my relationships really seriously. He never brushed them off and was like dumb little, he always yeah. like made an effort to make friends with these guys Aww, or like treat it as if it was serious for me. Or when I'd go through breakups, my dad would be really the one who was there for me yeah. and like Aww. yeah so he brought it he decided to bring us on this and i i led this all up to daryl for a while like oh, this is gonna this be it with your dad in the tent yeah. next to you <laughs> i was like he'll pass out my dad snores he's a heavy sleeper trust me because i would walk around the house after he'd go to bed he would leave his room door open but he would be passed out and i could just walk right past him do all types of stuff my dad's a heavy sleeper so i knew we'd be a, we'd be fine to do it so after my dad went to bed, well, first there was this whole drama about the camping trip. And I think this is why we broke up. He was like supposed to go to his friend's birthday party. And I, which now looking back, I'm like, I'm such a bitch. But I was like, no, like you can't. His friend like planned a birthday party during the camping trip You're that like, we already had planned. Not. And I was like, you can't do that. Like, and then so I started holding the like oh, sex thing over him. No. Like, this is it. It's yeah, all, this, this is your chance. Not, oh, so shit. you better pick what you want, your friend or or this. <laughs> and he was like really upset about it. And we, we got in a big fight about it. And he ended up deciding to miss his friend's birthday party. And I think that really hurt him at, at like more than I realized. Yeah. And he went with me. Nightfall came. My dad went to sleep and I went in the tent with him. And we did some other things. I won't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> the play but play. when it came time for the real deal of sex <laughs> i could not do it i was like no, no i'm just not ready i'm too i got like Good really scared I, like had an anxiety attack and i was like i just can't like and i was crying Good for you sticking to yourself because i feel like so many women people women especially can relate to that like yeah. pressure that you just put on yourself even yeah like, okay i just need to get this over with yeah especially because i had promised him like right. please come on the tra- camping trip because i'm gonna treat you you know <laughs> so i'd special. really like let it up and then i just kind of I freaked out. And my dad being next to me, I was like, I can't do this with my dad there. It's so weird. So luckily I was, um, I, I was crying and my dad heard me crying. And so he was like, Kendall, Kendall, are you, are you guys in the same tent? He was so mad. He was like, get out of there. (laughs) 
So they came out and I was crying. And I think because I was crying, he like didn't think anything. Yeah. So he, we didn't get in trouble for it. He actually just went back to bed and he never said shit about it the oh next my God. day. I just Damn. went back to my tent because I, I was staying in a tent with my dad and I fucking snuck out of there and went in I was his. Say, that's really ballsy. <laughs> I, wow. I was ballsy. That is ballsy. <laughs> anything for Daryl. Okay. Like, like the zipper and everything. Like you undid the zipper. Yeah. And you, oh Damn. my God. Oh yeah. Really I did the full. It. it took me so long to undo the zipper. Quietly, like. like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh my God. So anyway. Was that like, did you pre-discuss? You're like, okay, good night. And then you like oh, yeah, went we to were his... like, yeah, we're, we're going to go to sleep. And then I was like pretending to sleep. And we faked the whole thing. Damn. The whole plan. I mean, we texted about our plan for like months. Oh, leading yeah. Up to it. We had a whole thing scheduled. Um, But yeah, the next morning he was obviously not so happy. Because oh, no. he's he like, didn't get his my promise. And he's and like, I missed pro- my friend's birthday party. Shit. So he goes home and I can tell he's not happy. And we went white rotter rafting that day. And I remember he wasn't even happy on that. Oh, and no. yeah, so I knew, I knew the end was kind of coming. And then, um, yeah, he, he had this birthday party, whatever. He was acting all weird with it was with all these other girls. And then him and one of the girls were like downstairs in this basement closet together. And they, they were like, oh, we're all playing hide and seek. And I've always wondered, like at the time I was like, he was hooking up with her in there. Yeah. And, now, seeing it as an adult, I'm like, they were probably literally were playing hide and seek. Like, yeah. I don't think anything was happening like, in yeah. there because it wasn't very long. And like his parents were home. It was a, like kid's birthday party, pretty much. But in your mind, but I was like, like oh, he, he cheated. cheated. <laughs> and I was so upset. So I went home and then a week later, I didn't hear from him for a while. We like didn't talk because it was all awkward. And then I had this like um, dance. I had a parade. I was in a, a Littleton whatever we have this like little parade. Oh, You've okay. never gone to that? No. It's on Main, Main Street. Oh, a bunch yeah. of the schools do it. And you like will cheer, do your yeah. palms like down the parade. Yeah, we cute. did our little palm routine like down the street. And he was there? No, but I was oh. like stressing out because I knew he was probably like I was waiting to hear from him and I thought he was going to break oh. up with me. And then I came home from that and he called me <laughs> and I was oh. I was like, hi. And at first he was like, hi. It's like, I missed you. How are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm good. And I was like, oh, maybe we're fine. And he's like, so listen. Oh, no. He's like, last night I went to this party and I was just thinking like, you know, we're really young and there's like a lot of other people out there. And I'll never forget. He said, you're really beautiful and everything, but I just think we should <laughs> we should break up. Dude, what the hell? You're really beautiful and everything, but. I know. I was like, interesting way to put that. I'll never forget oh that. Oh, my God. Line. Yeah, it was like the first time someone broke up with me. And I was so heartbroken. Devastated. Oh, my God. Like, for real. Oh. I was so heartbroken over this guy oh my for God. so long. I felt like nothing again. You know, like I was like, oh, you know, like he made me cool and he made oh. me feel, you know, and then I just, I don't know. And I thought he was going to be with me all those years yeah. i really believed everything he said oh which is no just, you know the classic mistake yeah um yeah. so it took me a long time to get over it i'd say this was my hardest breakup of all of my high school breakups because Shit. i just took it so seriously and i i was so upset about like not seeing his family anymore and just like not being part of it and <laughs> i think you know we often like joke around about people in young relationships and it doesn't mean anything and like a mm-hmm. lot of parents will be like Oh, they'll be fine. It's just a stupid kid relationship. But these things mean it means everything to you in at the, the moment. Time. Yeah, totally. I yeah. Agree. And I felt like true heartbreak, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I felt, I think, like depressed because it yeah. lasted for me for like a year, Aww. like all of sophomore year. It was like not over this guy, Aww. just like obsessing over it. Oh, and God. 
thinking of what I should have done differently right. and should I have slept with him that right. night? Should, Aww, like, would that, that have saved sucks. it? And yeah, it was it was like kind of brutal at the time. Um, but yeah, that, that leads me to my sophomore year. So I'll, Wait, I'll stop there before I, I go. I forward. was going to say, I have a, uh, memory with what was his oh, name? Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. Right. Janelle does have a story about Daryl. When I met Daryl. So, uh, yeah, we, I went to your house mm-hmm. and he, you guys were already together there mm-hmm. in your basement. And I remember like walking in and I was like, hang out with you guys, or whatever. And for some reason he gave me his wallet. I don't know why, but for some reason I ended up with his, his wallet in my hand <clears throat> and I was like looking through and I opened it up and what's inside a banana flavored condom. <laughs> that, is, that is seriously And I saw amazing. it and I was like, what the, I was like, what the hell is this? And I remember in my mind, cause I was, let's say you were a freshman. So I was really in seventh, seventh grade. grade. Yeah. And I was like, oh damn, Kendall's doing the dirty, the dirty <laughs> deed. And I, remember I was like, damn, I remember in my head, it was like such a big deal. And I was like, banana flavor. And I was like, that means you know what that means if it's flavored yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh my god oh my god and i was like all paranoid i I was like wow really like ken kendall and him and you guys were like acting so cool in the basement i'll never forget i don't even know why i was there yeah i don't why why your parents just dropped you off yeah why was i there i don't know but i remember feeling really (laughs) awkward when i found it in his wallet and the best part was it was in the section where the cash is supposed to be and there was nothing else in it. No ID, <laughs> no credit cards, obviously, no cash, no coop, frozen yogurt coupon, nothing but a, a banana flavored coupon. <laughs> nothing but banana flavored glove. That's incredible. And I remember oh. when he got those because he was messaging me about them and he texted me a picture of them and was like, look what I got. <laughs> I think he thought it would make me excited. <laughs> yeah, that, that kid was a horn dog, man. Like, and then there was this whole thing where it's <laughs> so funny to me now. His like friend, the one that he was supposed to go to the birthday party with, got caught. A girl was giving oh, him the the, the sucky sock. <laughs> I don't know how to oh say my it God. Okay, got and it. they were all very worried about it. His mom was like, the kids are participating in a blowjob. Ah! And she like brought my mom to Panera to tell her, to warn her that like her, his friend just got caught. So he oh, might be thinking about be it. Thinking about, of course he's thinking about yeah. it. Bunch of early high schoolers. Oh, oh that's my God. all they think about. Oh man. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad I didn't do it though. All right. So well, freshman year for Janelle. Okay. What happened? Here's my freshman year. So it all starts in Spanish class. Freshman year. I came into freshman year, a single gal. Mm. A single gal ready to mingle, ready to mingle with the new boys. My high school is fucking huge. My class was like a thousand. So I had many yeah, a new. Just in her class. Just in my class. So I had many a new boys to pick from. Lots of options. Lots, many options. I think it, I think my school fed like from four different middle schools or three. I don't even know. Whatever. Okay. So anyways, we're in Spanish class and this boy whose name I'm going to call him Nathan was across the class from me never spoken to him he was from a different middle school had no idea even who his what his name was and for some reason every single time i glance over he was like staring at me like walking eyes and like i would look at him and instead of like looking away or like being embarrassed about it or whatever he would just continue to like stare into my soul from across across the spanish class i was like no awareness i was like who is this dude i was like i was like do you, is this a good thing? Is this like a creepy thing? Because I was like kind of flattered, but then I was also like, why are you literally not stop staring at like just staring at me? So somehow we finally start talking. I literally don't even remember how. But I asked him, I was like, 
why are you staring at me across? He's like, because I wanted you to know that I'm lying to you. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really flattering. But now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, a little creepy. Because he was like literally looking into my soul. Wow. So anyways, um, yeah, he was, I think we only dated for like, I don't know, two or three months maybe. But back then it felt like it was so long. Did he ask you out in person or over like I am? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I think he asked me out in person. I don't even, I don't have the memory of being like, yes, I'm your girlfriend. I kind of, I don't remember it. But I remember we, he would, he was like a tennis player. So I'd always go to his matches. And I was like, well, I'm like, it's my boyfriend out there. God. <laughs> <laughs> my skin is crawling. Tennis girl. Tennis. I'm the tennis wife. <laughs> oh Give me a tennis bracelet. Dude, I will never forget that when it came time to do the makeout, he came at me with a full, wide open mouth. Oh, Like, no. would literally be like, oh. <laughs> Maybe he thought that's what you're supposed to do. Because sometimes in movies, they're like, they have like two wide mouths. Honestly, it's so true. No, yeah. it was, I remember so clearly we were sitting in his like living room or something watching TV. And he just like came out with a wide open mouth. And I was like, the fuck in my head. I was like, oh God. And I was like, okay. oh, and then God. I was like, maybe I'm the weird one that thinks, cause like I had done a makeout before. Okay. And that did not how, that's not how it went the first time I had done the makeout. Oh, no. But then with this, I was like, maybe I'm just a weirdo and don't know how to make out. Maybe you are supposed to come in like full on like, <laughs> So, funny. <laughs> so yeah i mean it was um not long lasting he was fine it was whatever not much going on not, with nathan it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy except for then he like became friends with um harold the boy from sixth oh, grade oh. if you remember from last or last episode on this um, they became friends and then they like started talking shit about me. Oh, and then he like kind of no. became an asshole and was like, we're not. I like heard some things about like, I don't know what Harold oh, told him about shit. me. Shit, Harold had some things to say. Yeah. So it didn't end well, to say the least. But then this is where it gets funny. So he breaks up with me and I was like all sad. And back then, you know, the Facebook relationship status was like everything. Oh, yeah. That was a stressful thing. So it, he breaks up with me. I think he breaks up with me over phone. In fact, yes, that's what happened. I was in my room. I remember being like all sad about it. And then I was like, well, I guess I should change my Facebook status. So I changed it to single. And guess who slid into the DMs within 30 minutes? John. John, as in <laughs> as the in, John as of in today. The John of today. Yep. Little John. I had no idea who he was. Again, went to a different middle school. And so this was I, freshman year? freshman year so you guys have been like having somewhat of a relationship since for... freshman year yes yeah, so I was what's 15. that like 14 years uh since 2009 so what what wow. is that 13 years 12 years That's yeah insane. but he slid into my dms it was like hey and i was like <laughs> hi and like i had no idea who he was but of course you're friends with anyone you can be friends with on facebook so we were yeah. already friends uh, but i was like he was like hey like i'm john or whatever like you want to hang out and i was like you want to hang <laughs> out so, i can't remember what he said but i was like i'm sorry i just got out of a relationship and i'm feeling really fragile so i'm oh. gonna have to like just take some time for myself and john was like not the one to play games so he was like okay sounds good bye like yeah. have a good day <laughs> whatever <laughs> and i was like trying to play all hard again he was like okay whatever and i remember being like damn so I thought yeah. he was gonna go harder for you and be like well, i, I so. can help you through those hard times exactly exactly he was like okay bye have a good night but then we eventually started texting john and we became more and more friendly but then john got a girlfriend and i and this is when i started oh. developing feelings for john and what I was, was like, her name oh. um let's just call her um Brittany. Brittany. yes that's a good one Brittany. yeah Brittany. and Brittany and i we didn't 
like know each other very well or anything like that but i remember being like so jealous i was like oh he's with britney and like now i have a crush on him and i already missed my opportunity when he slid into my dms dms earlier but i was getting through my heartbreak oh, no. so i had to go like i had to play off uh offense and i was like all right i'm coming for you so i was playing i was pushing hard for john i was like we got to be together i was like you should break up with your girlfriend eventually you said that to him well like not directly but like in my mind i was like i gotta make this plan for them to break up so yeah, we can be yeah. together and we were like still friendly to each other but he had his girlfriend and all this stuff but then Ooh. finally he broke up with his girlfriend or she broke up with her or something and stars aligned and john and i started dating freshman year and well, that's yeah. not the end of the story oh no this because is not the, end of the story it well, goes I up got, and down oh yeah i got my, I, I had other boyfriends after that but for like three months or something we dated and then i don't even remember what happened nothing ever like specifically but i think we, it just kind of like fizzled out a little bit mm-hmm. by like the end of freshman year and we like broke up i'll never forget we were like standing outside between these two big buildings at school and he was like he was so nice and mature he's like always been so Aww. mature he was so nice i even like started tearing up he's like hey like it's okay and, like gave me a hug he's like we'll still be friends and like i have nothing i have no hard feelings about and i just remember being like shocked that he was like the first guy that was like a good breakup it wasn't well, he like he broke up with you or you just kind of agreed together i think we kind of just like agreed together that it was mm-hmm. like probably best but i think i was still kind of like sad about it yeah but I just remember being like, oh, he's so nice. And he wasn't like going to talk shit yeah. about me after or like say mean things, you know, like just mm-hmm. boys were like mean to me up until and he was the first person that wasn't. I just remember being like, John is such a nice wow, guy. He's, he's like so mature since day one. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, yeah. we broke up and then sophomore year hit. Oh. And I was my wild year. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, my freshman year was pretty tame. Just had the big mouth make out. And, Big mouth and, made, and met John and I'll never forget meeting John. I met him the first time I met him in person because we were texting for a while. And then I was like, I need to we need to meet in person. So we're mm-hmm. like, had this plan. OK, we'll meet outside of my math class in <laughs> West and West building. And he was wearing this red flannel with his little like Rockies hat. And I was like, hi, I'm <laughs> no, we like shook hands and gave each other a hug right outside of my algebra class. I'll never forget meeting him. Wow. And then, yeah, it was very cute. It was such a, like a huge starting point where you don't know it at the time I know. but it's pretty wild you're gonna end up marrying him i one know day. it's so I, I remember i gave him a hug when i first met him and yeah he was always like so kind and mature i just remember being like wow this dude acts so much older than all these he's other always ding-dongs. been like that he always That's has so been like cute. that yeah he really has like he's i didn't get to meet him till i was already in college i didn't meet him all of Janelle's right. high school yeah because then like we broke up and you know didn't really talk at yeah. all sophomore and i'll get into that uh in a sec but yeah that was my freshman story. Mm. All right, we're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back with our sophomore year shenanigans. Mm-hmm. With Lunchables, you can build a cracker stacker as high as the moon or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a guitar like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Build yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lunchables, built to be eaten. With Lunchables, you can... Build a cracker stacker as high as the moon. Or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a guitar like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Build yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. 
Lungeables, built to be eaten. So Daryl and I broke up like right before homecoming of sophomore year. So I was panicked. Who am I going to go with? Seriously. I was freaking out. I was very upset. So I found this guy. And the thing was, is I was like talking to a couple guys after Daryl because I wanted to find the next Daryl, but none of them compared to Daryl. Right. They just didn't. So I ended up with this guy who I'm going to call Bryce. (laughs) And this was my worst date ever. He was not even a boyfriend, but I felt like it was worth mentioning because he was so strange. And (laughs) honestly, though, I doubt he'll ever hear this or even know I'm talking about him. Wait, Bryce is the one that was really tall. I don't right. know if you ever met Bryce. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. It was such a brief stint. Oh, okay. okay. It was, this is just an honorable mention. Oh, got it. We oh, there's one other guy I should probably honorably mention as well, because he actually was my boyfriend. <laughs> um, but yeah, so his name is Bryce, and Bryce, honestly, nice guy. I bet he's a good guy now. Like, yeah. I bet he's nice. But yeah. he was just like, those guys, they're just so horny, you know? Oh, yeah. They're just so horny. They don't know what to do with themselves <laughs> at that age. So... Anyway, he asked me to go to homecoming and we started kind of having a fling and we were talking and I was like, maybe this is my next Daryl. Um, but the placement Daryl shit got really weird because I had a our first like date night with him at his house on like a Wednesday or something to watch movies. And clearly he thought that that just meant we're just going to hook up. And I'm I'm a slow mover. Like I really I like to take my time. I always have. Mm-hmm. So was I. So I was fine with kissing him, yeah. but I'm like, I'm not going to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And um he was just really pressuring me and kept going and then he kept like licking the side of my face <laughs> and then at one point he licked part of my earlobe but Ew. just the just the like lobe part that's so fucking which random. matters later um so <laughs> we were watching some fucking scary movies because of course the the go-to my move for the high school guys is to play the scariest of shit course. they can so that you have to like cuddle up and be Forces scared and make them like me yeah but he was like, I just wasn't feeling his energy. He didn't seem interested in talking to me at all. Didn't want to get to know me. And oh, that was no. one thing I really liked about Daryl is we had good conversation. Yeah. And I, I really liked him. I felt like friends with him. And that's how I was with all my previous boyfriends. So I just was like, this guy like is just wants to use me. I just got the vibe right away. <laughs> um, so I went home from that night, like really. Oh, and he was on the wrestling team. So he was like, his next move after I wasn't going for it was let's wrestle. I'm going to show you my wrestling moves. So I was like, it's okay. Wait. Like, and I was in jeans and a t-shirt. I was like, it's fine. Oh no, it's fine. And like, I was like, why don't you show me? And I'll just watch. But then at one point he grabs my legs, pulls me to the fucking ground, dude. And starts like getting on top of me and wrestling. me. And I think he thought in his mind, it's going to end up in this cute thing Flirting where he started making, making out. Yeah. And I was just like, I got the fuck up and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> And then my called my mom and was like, you need to come get me. This is oh so God, weird. And I, I think I was only at his creepy. house for one movie, like an hour and a half. Oh, no. It was supposed to be a long night. I was out of there by like eight or nine. Oh, no. And then I was like, shit, I've got homecoming coming up this weekend with him. And you didn't want to go. No. And I was like creeped out by him. Yeah. He was weirding me out. Mm. He went from being this really nice, cool guy to just like a weirdo. And I was just so upset about Daryl still that I was like this is just a nightmare oh, no. so Friday night of homecoming of course there's like the homecoming game and you go with your date right, right, the homecoming right. game so I was like okay I'm gonna give him another try I went to the homecoming game with him and we're standing there and he keeps trying to make the move of me he keeps touching my butt he keeps like rubbing my back and then and we're in the fucking football yeah, stadium in the- <laughs> and then this dude not even kidding fully puts his tongue into my <laughs> ear hole puts it Deep in there. Like, give me a wet willy, dude. <laughs> At the football game. 
what the i like turned around to my other friend who was there with me because all my other friends were cheerleaders so i wasn't that close with this girl but i was like dude he just like slobbered all over my ear i have to go home this is so disgusting were you like excuse me yeah i was just i just looked at him and he was like (laughs) (laughs) okay so you licked my ear the other night now you're licking in my ear you have a weird fetish and this is done that's so gross it was so sick i couldn't believe it like it was so far in there it felt like oh my god i'll never forget that moment i was so disgusted i was like you get home and shower right now oh my god my parents picked me up i went home and then i'm dreading the next day because next day's fucking homecoming so i sent him a text that night and like pretty much broke it off and was like like, hey i just don't think (laughs) ear liquor it's done but no, I was nice about it. I was always nice to people. I was like, yeah. hey, I just don't feel like it's good energy. And like, I still want to go to homecoming with you. But let's just be friends tomorrow. Like, it's no hard feelings. But he was pissed. He was not He's happy like, about that. I licked your ear. Yeah, he was like ready for us to be in a relationship oh. full of ear licking for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so then this homecoming shit show started. We went over and like, of course, I had a big group with us. It was like you know, all, a bunch of my friends and his friends. And we all had to go to dinner at, I think, Olive Garden. Oh, God. And he was so mad at me during it because, like, our pictures were so awkward. And I barely wanted to take any with him. And I kept wanting to do girl pictures. Yeah. And, like, I want one of my friends. He's like, wait, like, let me get one of us licking each other's ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that would have been the dream. You'd have it framed forever. <laughs> so then this motherfucker, we go out to dinner. And he starts spitballing me across the table. At Why were you across dinner. the table? Because you didn't want to be near him. No, I didn't want to be near him. And we actually sat like couples like across oh, from each gotcha. other all the way okay. down. I thought you meant like literally across across. No, we, I was just across okay. from him and he, he spitballed at me. Like, and I was like. Like with the straw thing and everything? Yes. And then he started doing it at other girls and like everyone in the whole group was annoyed by him. And I had to like go around and be like, I'm not with him. Like just so you know, we're just like on this date. We're oh, just friends. No. It got so bad during Ew. the dinner. I was like panicking i didn't eat anything because he just spit he kept sending me spit and i was like fucking bryce stop it like what are you doing why let's just go i'll still dance with you like why are you being such a dick so of course by the time we get there we're not talking and we're not gonna dance together so he went off and found some other girl named sarah and i just sat alone very sad very sad for that homecoming. I think I was like literally sitting on the bleachers for most oh. of it, like with a couple other oh, random stragglers. No, I was like, I just want this fucking night to end. And I was really missing Daryl. I was really missing oh. Daryl. I was like, now I'm stuck with an ear liquor. You're like, I missed the banana condom. But luckily after the homecoming, that was just it. That was it. He never talked to me again. That's good. Oh my God. How cringe the ear <laughs> It was so gross. It was so wow. gross. So then I dated this other guy, um, which I was just, I think I was in a point where I just was so desperate to fill like the heartbreak void with anyone right. that I was being very desperate. And I went for this guy that totally wasn't my type. He was very conservative, very religious, and we had nothing in common at all. And he was raised in a very strict house where he'd like had no experience with girls and like never kissed a girl. And I was kind of with him for like a month, but then I just, yeah, we, we fought a lot over the McCain, uh, Obama election (laughs) and his mom and me even fought about it. So it's not going to work. Had to end Great. that. But he was like the hardest person to break up with because he was like so into it because it was his first relationship. And oh, he, he was yeah. kind of like 
and I, I had to break up with him after school in the wrestling hallway. It was, I was like, meet me in the wrestling hallway because he was a wrestler. So I was like, before practice. Damn, you did it right in front of his homies? I can't believe... No, I brought him oh. to the side. But oh. I can't believe I did it before his practice because that's kind of fucked up yeah. too. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. At least I did it in person. I didn't like bitch out and do a text. True, but true. I told him, but I don't think I said... I'm like, have such trouble being mean that I said it in a way that made it sound like we were kind of taking a break maybe. Oh no. Because he texted me right after after his wrestling practice that day and was like, hey baby. <laughs> I was like, shit. You're like, fuck, you did not not received. <gasps> Damn it. I know. So I had to break up with him twice. So that was, that was quite awkward. Oh, and I was just, no. I felt this was my year of depression and desperation. I just had all these random oh guys. God. There's more to say, but I won't tell you all of them that's sad but i know i mean whatever i was fine True. <laughs> right no i guess everyone goes through. yeah everyone yeah. goes through but you know when you're young it's just that's like, the thing is like when you're young you have nothing else to compare it to exactly. so it's really important to you it is and i just I, I don't know why i felt so uncomfortable being single i think that's Aww. really sad it um, is and that you shouldn't feel <laughs> that, that way sad. at all because i mean looking it is though no, like yeah, looking I, back i wish i could have enjoyed that sure. time like you're only gonna be single for so long and little did i know i really was gonna meet my soulmate very young and yeah. not get to be single very much sure yeah, so, yeah yeah um yeah that just was kind of my my year of sadness i don't i just <sighs> kind of like talked to all these random douches and they would always want like pics or something and then it would end and oh god yeah so that was that was my uh, sophomore year <sighs> not my greatest of years honestly dude same well, actually, no, my sophomore year was like, your hot girl sophomore year. Well, yeah, but it was like by hot girl summer year. I mean, like talking to a bunch of fucking idiots, mm. honestly, except for yeah. one. One of them was good. But let's get into it. OK, okay. so first I'm calling this boy movie theater boy because he was <laughs> a rich motherfucker who had a like literal oh, movie, movie theater. theater in his house. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah. We drove past his house one time. Yeah, yeah we did. That girl. was a nice house. So he went to a different school than I did. I don't know how I met him. I met him this summer going into sophomore year. And we honestly, like, I don't even remember how long we were together, but I just remember I would, I would go to his house and he had so, he had the biggest house and his basement was like a fucking arcade. With wow. a movie theater in it. It was Damn. insane. And we would like go over there, me and my friends, because my friends were also like dating kind of his friends. So we would like oh, all go together and yeah. hang out, like watch movies in the yeah. movie theater room. <laughs> that was yeah. lit. But you were like, I hit the jackpot. Yeah. I married this guy. Except for I was a total prude and he was trying to get in my pants all day, every day. And I was like, no, you're not in my, getting in my pants. And so it didn't work out for very long, to be honest. And it kind of got toxic because he was being a dick. And then that's the typical way it goes. Honestly, like, I think that's literally why he was starting to be an asshole. Mm Because I was like, no, you're not getting my pants. That's what happened with, like, pretty much every guy I was with. Yeah. I told him no. And then, yeah, that's when you and I, he said some, like, douchey thing to me. And I was pissed off. And so I was like, you know what we should do? And this is just when... I don't even think I was driving it. I think you had your license yes, and I was, I was and you're like, I'll pick you around. up and yeah. we'll go drive by his house and flip it off. Like, yeah, so we're like, okay. <laughs> well, I had this whole plan because we actually went to Daryl's house one time, me and my friends and drove past and threw tampons <laughs> at his house. Not used ones, just, literally just a box of just tampons, like in their, in their sleeves, whatever. <laughs> and just, he was out in the front yard too, dude, playing lacrosse with his friends. And me and my friends drove by and threw them out the window. Damn, that's it cringe. is to the day the cringiest thing I've ever done. But like, I'm sure I at the moment get... you're like, ha ha. Yeah, I was like, girl, power. sucker. 
he's probably like what, what the, the fuck, fuck? kind of psycho I'm sure he went that? inside and was like mom kendall just drove by and threw tampons at her house <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i don't know why we did that we drove by his house and flipped him off and yeah we did that was really random and when i saw his house i was like damn you should have tried to keep this relationship, keep this relationship. Going. <laughs> i know it was like, what this house is so big so movie theater boy and i fizzled out and that was the end of that and luckily i didn't like to deal with him because he went to a different school so that was pretty much whatever it was the end of it but then soon after i met a boy we'll call him evan and he was two years older than me so i was a sophomore and he was a senior and i remember my dad was like what the hell like i know what senior boys are looking for and he was like all worried about it but we started dating and he was really great he was, I loved Evan. Yeah, so you met Evan many times. I was a big fan. Josh was too. We yeah. loved him. He we cool. met, or we dated for probably like nine months. I remember back then I thought it was a really long time. And it was a long time back then. Yeah. My and he was great. was like nine months too. He was super nice and our families got along really well. And honestly, I have nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. I ended up breaking up with him just because he had graduated and I was still in high school and I was still kind of like wanting to play the field a little. And I was mm-hmm. just like, we were kind of just in two different checkpoints of our lives. So yeah. yeah, but I mean, wish him nothing best, the best, honestly, I'm pretty sure he's married now. So that's cool. And yeah, it was a great relationship. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it was yeah. nice. He was, he was a good kid. He was, good he was person. really nice guy. He took the breakup kind of hard, but he wasn't he mean. No, he wasn't mean at all. He was really sad, but yeah, uh, that's another thing I pre. I just appreciate when like the guys stopped being mean to me. Cause for what? Like some guys were so I know. some guys assholey. Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder like how much have they changed? Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I only have them as their high school selves in my head. Right. Totally. Yeah. Which is the next boy I'm talking about, which I wouldn't want them to think of me as my high school. Then self. I'm like, God, I, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm sure they probably think of me the yeah, same way. Probably. And I'm like, no, I'm not like that. <laughs> like the guy in fucking sixth grade. I told this story last episode. We were talking about our exes where I got his freaking power school login and was like yelling at him for his grades. That's so yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I hate myself. But anyways, that was it for sophomore year. Um, and then, yeah, that's all I got. Just the two. But I guess that was considered my crazy year, even though that's really not that crazy. Yeah, I did so I for nine months now. I'm going to say, God, I'm, I was pretty lame. <laughs> Although I guess it was kind of crazy going into junior year, but I'll save that for a second. <laughs> By summer after sophomore year, I was pretty much over Daryl, kind of like it still hurt a bit, but I was ready to move on. Hell yeah. Find and the next find love. someone good because I had a lot of duds sophomore year. Right, right, right. So one night me and my friends went to this like they used to do movies on the rocks. I think they still yeah, do they it. Still that, yeah. 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 But our dumbasses just thought you could go. We didn't know we needed tickets and you have to get in way in advance. So we went there all the way there and then couldn't go. So wow. we ended up just hanging out at a Sonic <laughs> and I, I just our group walked up to this group of other guys that were at Sonic that were all from a different high school and started talking to them. And that's uh, normally I'm very shy and I yeah. wouldn't have done that, but I was with people that did stuff like that. So you're like, okay. So anyway, I talked to this other really shy kid in their group named Jason and Jason, <laughs> Jason was wearing a Bert's like a Bert and Ernie shirt, but just Bert. <laughs> so the one with the unibrow, the yellow one. Okay. And it said ride and dirty on it. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, hmm, the wardrobe's throwing me off, but you seem really nice. You seem like a really nice guy. So he, we actually all exchanged numbers and we started texting for a while, but he was also texting my other two best friends and like 
all of us were playing the question game. Oh, Remember the question shit. game. Like, oh, yeah. But like not the dirty question. Yeah, game. Just, just like ask- the genuine how you get to know each right. other phase right, of right, the right, texting. Right, right. And so they were doing that, too. And then they were like not as into him. And so they were like, OK, you got free reign to just go for him. Um, and yeah, I, I really liked him, but he was, he was very, um, unexperienced. He had never had a girlfriend before or like ever kissed a girl. So I was actually his first for literally everything. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> but he, I liked that about him because he was so sweet and not pushy. Like mm. the other guys, he was just like a true nice guy, really family oriented, very happy go lucky. He was a Sagittarius. So he was just like positive energy, really nice, nice person, very nice family. Um, and yeah, I spent a lot of, a lot of time with his family and he spent a lot of time with mine. My parents really liked him. Uh, and we were together for nine months, just like you guys. Sounds like such a long time back then. (laughs) I know it really felt like forever back then. Because I remember um, meeting him. He came to Thanksgiving once. Yeah, yeah. He house. came to some family stuff. And yep. I really liked him. He was a really nice guy. Um, but our relationship wasn't... It was lacking, like, the depth that I really wanted. You know, he wasn't, like, super motivated about his future. Wasn't really a planner. He's a Sagittarius. So, again, he's, like, very live in the moment mm. and all about fun. And, like, wasn't really planning college for himself. Not concerned me. Um, but... I, I wanted to like make it work with him and he was a year older than me. So he was going to be going to college and I was a junior. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so towards the end of that year, junior year, just on a side note, it was just like a really shitty year for me. Um, my parents were fighting a lot. My parents got divorced eventually, but their fighting was really peaking at mm. this point. I mean, I think it actually peaked the most when I was in college and my poor sister had to deal with it alone. But Aww. it was like getting pretty bad junior year. Yeah. And I was just having a lot of personal issues. I was having issues with my dance team, my dance coach. There's all this drama happening with that. And then that uh, December, it was crazy. We lost two people. Two people that I'd grown up with had killed themselves within a week of each other. Mm. So I had two funerals and it was really just scary. I mean, you're so young and yeah. to like picture, I pictured it happening. Right. It was, I had to sleep with my mom for a while. I was very depressed after that. Like just, just scared. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. That's a so lot. So kind of, uh, that was the year that my eating disorder started. So I was just in a really bad mental place. Like I'm sure I was not the way that I was when he first met me mm. and he didn't really know what to do with that because I was dealing with depression and I was crying all the time and, mm having just behaviors that he couldn't understand. And he didn't know I had an eating disorder. I never told him. I never told anyone at that point. Um, but then there, that April, there was another girl at our school who attempted to commit suicide and was in a coma for a week. But I didn't know her personally. I'd like met her once or twice in passing, but she was close friends with two of my other best friends. So they were really upset. And the whole thing just really scared me like the whole situation was scary and the fact she was in a coma and is she gonna live and the school had already been through so much we had like four or five suicides that year um so i was just straight up depressed yeah and one of the days that me and jason were hanging out he came over and i just wanted to like lay in the dark in my basement and cry and he like didn't understand that I was just like, I just need to like, I just want to like lay with you and like cuddle and cry and just, just have you be there for me. And he was 
he was just sitting there like looking at me so confused. Like, why am I here? Why are like, are we going to do something? Are we going to go somewhere? He was like so annoyed that I was so emotional over this. And he didn't understand why it was like triggering me about the, the friends that I had lost a few months earlier, just because of the same situation. Like he didn't, he didn't understand that. He's a young, things weren't clicking. Right. And whatever. I'm sure he would be different now. Sure. Um, but I remember he left me laying in the basement, crying in the dark alone. It was like, we can hang out another day. Okay. And then just like left like early for the night. And I was so upset. Like I was so upset. Honestly, I should have broke up with him. Yeah. But I didn't have any balls. I was like, (laughs) the boyfriend makes me. So I got to like keep hanging on. It was so, it was just a bad time mentally. Yeah. Um, so he, I remember we had like another week of, are we going to break up? Yeah, Awkward, yeah, yeah. barely talking, what's going to happen, whatever. And then he finally is like, can you come over to my house? And he lived, he went to another high school. So he lived like 30 minutes from me. So I drove all the way there on a school night to talk with him. And when I got there, instead of like inviting me inside to talk, he just like came outside and shut the door and was like, we're going to talk out here. Oh no! And then he <laughs> told me he broke up with me. And he, he said it was because he needed to focus on lacrosse because they had state finals coming up and they were going to be going against a big school okay. when he went to. Oh. And that was a big deal. That uh, game shit. was going to be a big deal. And he's like, I got to focus on lacrosse. But I was like, I know it's because of other reasons. You think I'm probably too dramatic. You think I'm too emotional and you're going off to college. Like I knew there was probably a billion other reasons behind it. But I was so mad that like at the way he treated me at the end, he acted so cold towards me like we never had a relationship and I never like could figure out what I did wrong other than going through a hard time. Right. But he acted like I had cheated on him or I had hurt him in some way or done something. And then his whole family like iced me. I never oh. like his sister blocked me on stuff. Oh, and shit. his dad, his mom like came out while we were breaking up and was like looking at us and being like, you need to come in soon, Jason. And I was like, you, Ew. can you fuck off? Like he's in the middle. I'm sobbing oh, in your driveway. God. Like. And then I was so mad at him at the end. I ripped off this necklace. I was wearing it and chucked it right at him. <laughs> I thought I was so cool doing that. I was, I was so powerful yeah. in the moment. Yeah, I, I felt very powerful. Oh and then I like, went back down and just sat in my car and I was just sobbing. And I was like, I can't Aww, drive so like sad. this. And he was just standing on the porch watching me cry in the car for a while. Ew. And then eventually he just like went inside. So I drove off. I called my parents like hysterically in the middle of the night on the way home, woke them up and was like, Jason broke up with me and I like, I feel I'm so upset. And I was, I was like hysterical. And I just remember my parents were so mad at his parents for letting me just leave like that for just having me. First of all, he's a douche for having me go to his house to break up with me and then make me drive home after that. Like come over to my house to do that so I can be comfortable and with my family and I don't have to like make that trek home. Right. I was there for like 15 minutes, like an hour total of driving. that's so annoying. It still pisses me off to this day. I'm like, really, dude? You're like, you motherfucker, couldn't even pay for my gas, bitch. But yeah, that that ended like pretty badly and I don't really know why. Like there was just nothing that happened that I knew of and... I remember when it happened. My dad told me. He's like, Jason and Kendall broke up and I was like, the fuck? And I like texted you and you're like, I'm not doing well. We yeah. might be getting back together though. And I was like, oh, hell no. We and were like, like kind of talking about it. And then like that went on for a couple months over the summer. But then I randomly decided that I was like kind of over him anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I realized like he's really not that great. Like, what am I so upset about? Yeah. And he's not planning anything for his future. And like, I, I feel like you're more upset 
about the idea of it, it like than the like actual of him. It. Yeah, like sure. it hurt. I can totally understand that. Yeah. Um. But so I, I was like, okay, well, my senior year is coming up. I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna talk to a bunch of guys. I want to be just because that was the thing. Is like talking to this guy, talking to this guy, talking to this mm. guy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to date anybody. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> well, then one month later, I met the true love of my life, my soulmate. Oh, you met him that soon after? Yep, I met him. Did like, you have big mouth? Oh yeah, big mouth. But he, I didn't date him. Oh, you didn't date him? Yeah, she yeah, had that a guy that cheated on me. I was gonna say, tell him about. Should big I tell mouth him about but, big mouth? Just like for a sec. Why he's called okay. big mouth? Okay, okay, because he had a big fucking mouth, it, a huge mouth. It was like over going over your nostrils. Yes, we would make out, and he would put it over my. I couldn't breathe. At all. <laughs> oh my god. He was also from another school, and he <laughs> saved me because Jason broke up with me right before prom. And my 18th birthday. Oh my God. So, and that whole thing was a mess because on my 18th birthday, I twisted my ankle at school and passed out in the gym and had to be wheelchaired down to the office on my birthday. Oh so my I was like God. on crutches. And then I remember that night, my family was like all upset for me. And I was like, guys, I think I'm going to ask Jason if he still wants to go to prom since I already have my dress and I'll just Aww. tell him I'll pay for it. And like, we can just have fun and be friends. Yeah. And I asked him and he said, no, oh, on no. my birthday. Oh, and I was like, he is just, I felt the so rejection. Hurt. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah. I would be devastated. So I thought I was going to be going to prom alone, which would have been fine. But, um, I ended up meeting this other guy. I don't even remember how I met him. Big mouth, big mouth, but he was, yeah, he was just very much a fling. Um, he was trying to say he was like, we were kind of exclusive. <laughs> so I guess he didn't really cheat on me, but he lied to me a lot. Like he would always tell me he was going to go hang out with this girl and he was like, yeah, it's it's all cool, though, because she's a lesbian. And so we're just friends and we take showers together because we're just friends. He literally said that and I believed it. What? I was like, oh, OK, because she didn't they, like, end up dating the two of them. Yes, for oh, years. No. So he ended things with me like a month later and then he started dating her like two months and then they went to college together. And I was like, wow, I'm sure she was a lesbian. I hope she was able to breathe through the big mouth makeouts. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're still together. Actually, you know, it's so fucking weird is that same girl ended up with Nerald's brother. What? Nerald from middle school. What? Yes. And they're married now. They're engaged, at least. That's I don't know if they've gotten married That's fucking weird. Isn't that so weird? I'm like, wow. Damn, small world. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So he was, Big Mouth was a little stint. But then I met Josh pretty shortly after Big Mouth. And I was texting with like a bunch of other guys at the time and feeling very, very cool about that. How did you meet Josh? Um, Let's tell the yes, story. I well, it's still like so confusing. I, I like can't figure I it out. Know. But it was after your dad's wedding. Yep. Um, 2010. We, yeah. And then we had like the reception at our house. Mm-hmm. So we were all over at my house. And I can't remember if it was the next day or it was that night. I think it was that night. I was laying on the couch and Annalie and Janelle, I thought, were on the floor on my computer. Annalie remembers it, but I you don't really remember. I don't remember it, it at all. Which well, is I think so maybe annoying. it was just Annalie. And you were just like sitting next to her, sitting not really her. knowing what but she was doing. But apparently we were DMing all these dudes yeah, on your Facebook. A like bunch from of you. guys. A and bunch Josh of guys. I'm saying, hey, hottie. Hey, hottie. Hey, hottie. Because you and Josh had been like kind of in the same friend group. So you yeah. knew of each other, right? I met, well, I first like met him for the first time when he was dating another person I knew at my school sophomore year at homecoming. Okay. But so we became Facebook friends after okay. that, but we just like always knew I always knew who he was through my, this other group, but I'd never spent time with him. Gotcha. So I, did, I never like got to know him before that. Okay. So she messed, someone messaged him and said, Hey hottie. And Josh believed it and was like, Hey hottie, what's up? 
<laughs> and I got on there and I was like, sorry, that was my sister, my cousin. Oh my like, gosh. I, but then I was like kind of excited because I, I thought Josh was kind of hot. Aww. And I was like curious. So we, we kept and Plus, I was like just looking to build my numbers of people I'm You're talking like, to. The next. Yeah. Yeah. But then, wow, Josh really took me by surprise. Like my whole plan for senior year senior. of singleness oh, ended no. very quickly. Um, well, it didn't end that quickly. Like Josh and I dated without actually being together for like two months over the summer. Um, and then we officially started dating at the end of the summer, but Josh was just so different than any other guy because he was so deep. Like our first night together, I know I've told this story before, but we sat in a car together and just talked for over three hours and about deep shit. Like it was like the first episode of mile higher probably because we were talking about spirituality and the meaning of life, interesting family, parental relationships, like so much stuff. And I was just mind blown that this guy was like just getting everything I was saying and coming back with responses that made so much sense to me. It was like, I truly found my soulmate. That's the cutest thing ever. It really was. I know I'm like tearing up over here. (laughs) It makes me want to tear up too, because it was just the most magical feeling. Like we just felt, I just felt love. Like I had never felt before. And Mm -hmm. I like didn't care about Jason at all. Jason actually was trying to come back like right around the start of Josh he like asked me to go on a walk and talk with him. Right. And Josh was very nervous about it. And I remember being like, I'm going on a walk with my ex. And he was like, shit. Okay. okay. Well, hopefully we're going to like still hang out. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I, we like went on the walk and I was like, no, nope. Like, Josh is the one. Josh is way better than Jason. million percent. And yeah, the rest is history. We had a great senior year together. It was like just so much butterflies, all that Aww. new stuff, you know, just like, so much excitement. We were so in love. And then we got to go to college together. And yeah, that's that's kind of the end of that. Now we're now we're together. Hope and oh have God. a family. Man, that's Tim. really cute. I love I him love so much. That. And I know Josh and I like have we aren't very PDA. Like we're not the couple that's like posting tons of like loving uh, stuff yeah, all the time sure. and like acting suit. And I know during the show we guys. get into our like mile higher mode and we like get really professional. Yeah. But we are very, very much in love and like I just wish people could like understand it. I guess it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just not the type of person that feels like I need to display it all the time, but I'm, I'm truly with the person I was supposed to be with. And I know so many people are like, don't marry your high school sweetheart. It's like, Hmm. well, do what's right for you. Because I would have regretted it my whole life if I didn't end up with Josh. Cause he was so perfect for me in every way. And we were like, just so on the same page about what we want out of life. And I just, I feel lucky to have met him so young. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where my dating stops. I Jason know. Jason is my last ex. Damn. Yep. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. And now you're together. I love my hubs. I really do. He's like just everything to me. I'm trying to think of the first time I met Josh. I can't remember. Why the fuck can I yeah, remember this? Yeah, when did you first you meet Josh? I'm trying to think. I Maybe at like know. a Thanksgiving or something? Yeah, or? probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah, mm. probably like a Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that. Yeah, now Josh is like your brother pretty much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Josh is like yeah, totally my brother. We're all family. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really yeah. cool. It's okay. cute seeing you guys like pictures of you guys way back then. I know. So <laughs> love to overlay a few. Yeah, definitely. Okay, here we go. Here's my grand finale. So take me back to summer going into junior year. So I had just broken up with Evan after nine months and I was kind of like, what do I do with myself? And then I met this guy 
who go i'm gonna call him wolf because he went by another animal name <laughs> wolf is good <laughs> he's like wolf, wolf on wall street vibes honestly <laughs> okay so his name was wolf and he went to a different school and he was so cool he was experienced and he was funny and he was really really wealthy and drove a nice car and took me on expensive yeah he made the other dude look he was i know and he lived in the if you're familiar with colorado like the cherry creek cherry 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 hills Hills. sorry cherry hills area hills yeah those mcmansions like they've got like 10 million plus and he was driving the fun car and it was summer and he was like he was way I thought cooler than I was. So I was like, oh, I'm dating this cool yeah. like older kid, and yeah. he's like, got this nice car and takes me on fun dates and blah blah blah. So yeah, for the whole summer basically we dated, and I remember being really concerned about this. Everyone was like, I didn't want to say anything to you because I was no just one. like, I just want to be supportive. Mm-hmm. Of no, you. everyone was concerned. Everyone was like, the fuck you doing? And I was like, you yeah. don't know me, you don't know. And, and he was so. like smoking a ton of cigarettes too, and I was really and he worried kept about lying that. To me about it, he was, he was so like, young. He I was, was like, you would start. He would tell me like, oh, I'm not. And then I would like find them. And then I would be like, what the fuck? And it was like stupid. But I remember dropping you off at his house one time and being like really like eerie about it. You're like, like, "Mm." yeah, that's literally Especially because I really liked Evan. Oh, yeah. I was a big Evan fan. Everyone was like, why you leave Evan for for Wolf, bro? I was honestly (laughs) such a bitch. Like, because we went on a vacation right after you broke up with Evan. And I was was like, why did you do that? Everyone did. My own brother texted me and was like, what the fuck, Janelle? My stepbrother. And I was like, what? And they're like, you broke up with Evan. And I was like, oh my God, my family even hates me over this. But I wanted to move on. I should have been more supportive of you because it was the right decision. I'm glad you did it, even though you had so much pressure from everyone else because it was the right decision for sure. It was. I think it was. And then I was like, wanting to like date a bad boy, I guess you could say. So So in comes Wolfie. So in comes Wolfie. And boy, this motherfucker, he really pisses me off now that I think about it. I mean, peace and love. I hope he's doing great now. I have no idea what he's doing. But (laughs) back then I was not happy. Um, So anyways, first off, I will never forget he would because he thought he was like a rock boy he was like in a band he was, <laughs> a a, he was like a musician i was like oh my god he's a musician so i'd like go to his house and he would like play guitar and sing to me like songs and yes and he's like dying i know it's really cringy <laughs> but i was like over the moon i was like oh my god he's singing me songs and i thought it was so cool do you have any recollection of the lyrics literally no recollection was he like although no. i will tell you this later on in life i talked to this other girl who was dating him and she was like did he ever sing to you and i was like yeah and she would like she like said i can't even remember what i remember she was singing the song and at that moment i was like oh that was the same money song to me so i think oh, he had to go to that well a lot of guys do that he had to go to do you get deja vu when she's with you? <laughs> so then this moment happens and I'll never forget it. I'm going to expose him because he was a total dick now. So whatever. I don't feel bad about it. Anyways, I was at his house and we were hanging out in his room and he randomly like opened his side tape, like his nightstand drawer. And in there was a bunch of XL Magnum condoms. And I was like, the fuck? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> These are the only ones that got, they'll fit me. Oh, and oh my God. He's like, shut the and fuck he was up. really tall. He was like six, seven or something. So he wasn't he, a virgin? No. Okay. No, he was much more experienced than me. He was just mm-hmm. like a bad boy overall. Yeah. He had like gotten in some. Check like, out my mags, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, I was kind of like, okay. Even though sex had told me that condoms will stretch up to like your elbow. So I was like, yeah. I don't even believe that in my head. <laughs> but I was like, okay. And then one time. I want to get into too much detail, but I ended up seeing his ween 
let me tell you, it was the smallest wiener I've ever seen. Oh, Wolfie exposed. Had a small wing. I was like, that's it. I was like, you definitely fit into a regular condom, big boy. Settle down. Wow, what a liar. Yeah, little liar. Not cute. So, and then things started going downhill. He was like starting to be a dick, and I was. I don't know. I was probably being a bitch or something. So things started going downhill and we were like kind of fighting and then we kind of broke it off. And he not long after started dating this other girl from my school. But mind you, we went to different schools, but he was dating this other girl. And I had left a pair of earrings at his house and I texted him. I was, they were like one of my favorite pairs. I was like, hey, can I get my earrings back, please? And he was like, yeah, I'll give them to my current girlfriend. And we had science class together and then she can give them to you. Oh, fun. And I was like, okay, great, whatever. So I, I'm like, okay, let me just bite my pride. I want my earrings back. So I go meet this girl the next week and I'm like, hi, can I have my earrings? And she hands me these black feather earrings that are not mine. They're some other hoes oh earrings. Oh my God, he can't even keep track. And I was like, so fucking mad and i was like did he do this on purpose but even if he did it on accident like what a fucking asshole and i was like these are not my fucking ears i was like mine are like gold plates or like silver plates basically and these were like black feathered earrings and he was i never i was like but what the fuck is this blah blah blah. and he was like too bad get over it is all he said to me (laughs) oh so i think that's like literally the last time i ever talked to him and um, yeah, I really hated him, but I was like, I can't believe you gave me some other hose earring. He probably did on purpose. He probably fucking fuck. did. Get over it. He was, I'll never forget. He was uh, like, oh, boohoo, get over it. And I was like, this motherfucker. He was a spoiled little bitch. He was. He was. <laughs> he was. A, yeah, it was, um, not my proudest moment. I'll say so that. So was there anyone between Wolf and Johnny? Um, Let's see. Evan and I spoke a little bit like, mm-hmm. but then I was like, I don't know. And then I remember actually, yeah, Evan and I were kind of like talking again. And then I made the decision. I was like, no, I think it's just best we break up. But I was like sad about it still. Cause again, he was mm-hmm. a nice kid and like, didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I just didn't feel it was right. And I was really sad about it. And John and I had always remained friends. And so I was actually texting John about it. I was like, I'm, I'm really bummed. Like Evan and I yeah. are broken up and I was like, I don't really have a reason or whatever. And so we john and i went out to lunch at elephant bar i'll never forget oh, it elephant bar and we like talked about That's my own heartbreak oh. and um he was just like really friendly to me and like wasn't he pushy he was doing though he probably did but it's at like, the time he was, the one. he was playing like really smooth and whatever and then yeah we just started talking like the very very start of junior year mm-hmm. and um we pretty much like loosely dated the first half of junior year and then yeah in january he asked me out yep. to be his girlfriend that's it yep and then i met him on you january met- 14th which was my dad's birthday because yep, he had after. a birthday party downtown yeah and i got to meet him there yeah yep and he was so shy very shy which is I funny judged because, him a lot at first well it's funny because <laughs> it, now that i'm looking back i'm like it makes yeah. sense because his family is Mm-hmm. Bear is much more shy and like he takes a low while key. to open up to people. yeah definitely whereas like our families like mm-hmm. loud yeah. and kind of psycho so i could see how that'd be really intimidating at first yeah so i'm not surprised that he was, it was at like a party yeah it was, it was like at a party. so overwhelming but he was very shy and yeah yeah but he was um, super nice yeah and then yeah the four of us have been just like hanging out and since uh, yeah we really have gone on a bunch of trips together yeah yep really are like four best friends i love johnny he's so good for you i know he really is he's amazing he treats janelle so well he does really understands you wonderful oh he's so great i love him so much i just feel so lucky 
I got to meet him so young. Like I've known him since he was in ninth grade. I can picture him like before we even got our license, we would like meet up, <laughs> uh, we like uh, ride the light rail or he would like ride the yeah. light rail to my stop and I would like walk to get him. And then like it's sometimes so my mom would drop him off of the light rail or take us to the mall. And oh yeah, we really did like grow up together in a sense. That's how I feel about Josh is like, I've seen him since to me, he was like a kid. Yeah. You know, he was 17 when yeah. we met. I was 17 too. I was with him for his 18th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And we went a lot, went through like a lot that year just because mm-hmm. he left home when he was 18 and he tried to become legally emancipated, which looking back, I'm glad he didn't do that. But it was like, we were really there for each other through some like yeah, you guys went through a lot of shit. time. So it all like bonded Definitely. us. Yeah. Yeah. I remember senior year, I was, I had already committed to my school, UNC, and John was like, try, he was playing football. And so John was like way cooler than I was in high school. <laughs> He, he was like on the varsity football and he wasn't like popular, like douchebag, like, yeah, that, that type of job. But he was like a sports kid. He knew a lot of people. Yeah, a lot so of people popular, knew him, but not but he in was that like, sense. Yeah. But he was always like really nice. But I remember, I think people were like, and we can, I want to talk about high school bullies or bullies in general. At some oh, point. I'm so down. Cause I got, I got some, some other things. I have some things connected to all these guys too, that yeah. turned into bullying yeah. that I just don't have time for today. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. We can talk about bullies for sure. But yeah, we, uh, I think a lot of people were like, what the fuck are you doing with Janelle? And by senior year, I was so over the bullshit. I hated my school. So I'd literally go in my car and sleep on my off yeah. periods. I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, you're with the girl that's sleeping in her car. Cool, John. <laughs> but John saw something. He was John like, this girl's baby. hot. She's smart. He followed me to college. And then remember on the day, like at your high school, you would all dress up the last week of senior year yeah. and you dressed as a MILF. <laughs> it was supposed to or like yeah you did it was supposed to be a joke like what are you gonna be in 10 years and a lot of people were just making theirs up and it was just supposed to be funny don't think yeah you were in like a red dress and a maybe that was not that was not me being a milf i just wanted to look like a hot bitch leaving high school (laughs) we all that was like the thing to do i'm pretty sure you captioned it like milf and then john was like something else and you took a picture together and i was like she looks hot no that was like retro that was like we were dressed as like retro skiers or something. John and I, this picture. No, you had a dress on. That was the last like day heels. of high school ever. But that was just like the thing for girls to like everyone oh, just I dressed were, up nice. John was dressed up as like his future career. Or no, something, he was I just thought. dressed nice. Well, then pff, I must be confused. I was never I thought, a MILF. I would never I, have done that. I know. That. I was like, that doesn't really seem <laughs> like Janelle, but I thought all. you did it. No, time. I just dressed up like a hot hoe. I was like, let me show all these fucking well, losers and or exactly. people who think I'm a loser. That Let was me my main point is you looked fucking good. And all those bitches were just jealous. That's the thing is they were all just jealous and like, oh, why yeah. is John with me, me, me? Yeah. Well, yeah. suck it. Cause look who's <laughs> still with him today. That's right, baby. But mm-hmm. yeah, feel super lucky. Yep. And then Sydney, you found That's Jared it. senior year, right? Or junior year. Oh, I met Jared when we were 12. But as far as starting <laughs> like, actually, not like, that, uh, like started actually dating. Um. Yeah. We started dating like the year after we graduated because we were always best friends and then yeah. we dated other people and then and we started dated. dating going into high Col- college college yeah yeah yep. that's, that's so cute, cute. you guys know each other we way longer Jared than any too. of us we're so yes, lucky we all six Jared. of our like all six of us are so such I good know, friends we I all know. took a trip together and we all mesh so well it's and really strange all pretty much well not all of my friends but a lot of my friends have been in relationships for 10 plus years and mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't even engaged yet. Like neither neither of you are engaged no. yet. Um, but our other friend Liz, who works with us too, she's been in a relationship oh, yeah. for over lot, ten years, yeah. something like that. Yep. Just like it, I feel I like it's kind of rare. It so is. It is. But it's, it's nice because we all hang out to e- with each other and we can understand what it's like. Or like we'll have girls' nights where we all go out and we understand 
that we all have relationships mm-hmm. and it's really to just spend time with girls and, yeah. yeah there's no like pressure yeah it is really yeah, nice it's really cool i feel very lucky that i met such a wonderful human so young i do too and of course like do you ever have thoughts where you're like did i miss out on like ex- yeah other experiences i'm not gonna lie yeah i'm not gonna does lie that mean like do i regret what i did absolutely not but right. yeah there were times where i was like oh i you know i was Mm-hmm. I wasn't single at all through college. Yeah. And most people were like playing the field. Right. And sometimes I, you know, like you can't help but look at other and be like, oh, you know, yes. I wonder what that would be like. I think that's just natural. Yeah, and totally. it happened with me. I'm sure it happened with Josh several times yeah. throughout our relationship. Just questioning, like, am I just kind of settling? Because it's easy. But right. like, I just had to remind myself over and over again, like, you're never going to find a love like this. This is like deep, real, true yeah. love. Yeah. And it always is what pushed me through to just stay with him and i'm so glad i didn't listen to other people because of course you have other people telling you like right you want to see what else out there you're so young you're and it's like i just want to say to people out there too sometimes people when they say that to you they can be right Mm -hmm. and it can come from good intentions but if you feel like you have found true love don't let any societal bullshit totally push you away from it that's a great point and also don't if you feel that you're in this relationship and you feel like it's maybe not the best yeah then, then make the move yeah. because you could be missing out on someone who's just so much better. Totally. Better fit for you. So yeah. don't settle, but also don't leave if you're very I happy. think that's a great point because I feel as though when you're a teenager, you look up to other adults and they're always telling you what you should mm-hmm. do and what you shouldn't mm-hmm. do. And you should do this and you shouldn't do that. And it's kind of like, or okay, your other and single what friends. do you know at the end of the day? Right. Like, no, you, you know, you don't know my relationship. You right. don't know my heart. And you, you don't, there is no right way to do something. No. Um, and even if it doesn't you know? work out, it's still part of your own specific life journey. Right. And yeah. I think following your heart is Aww. just the true way to live with everything but in life. I anyway, agree. that's that. Oh, sorry, Sydney. You say, Oh, I was just going to say, I totally agree. I wasn't going to go off on anything else, but I agree. I could go and get deep into that, but <laughs> because a lot of people gave me a hard time in college for mm-hmm. doing long distance. Like I got yeah. a lot of backlash for that. So, right. Yeah. And you know, my biggest thing was like, well, I, I don't really enjoy hanging out with anyone else yet more than I do mm-hmm. talking to Jared on the phone and, um, and seeing him, it was like at first like every too. three months. Damn. Yeah, it was so. so stressful. And these guys actually went through eight, almost eight years of long being distance. long distance yeah. because it's Jared amazing. started college when Sydney was graduating. So it kind of overlapped and they, so they were, that's a long time, yeah. but, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. and it's so amazing. You didn't listen to anyone and you had people around you. Like, I know I was telling you like, if if you love him, make it work, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I definitely had, like, you guys supporting me, and, like, which totally shows me, too. Like, you know, friends through college, the ones that were, like, you know, were out and whatnot, and they're like, oh, Sydney, like, these people, go talk to these guys or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to encourage me to, to like, not stick with Jared and whatnot. And, right. you know, I, I'm just happy that I was like, nope, this is something I know it is. Like, I yeah. told myself I'm going to, you know, make it work. And then... Because honestly, I would try to go on dates mm-hmm. and like it just was it was more painful than it was enjoyable. Yeah, because you all you can't help but compare them to this other person, especially right, if you right. found true love, like not much else is going to compare. Totally. Yeah. So, so follow your heart. Follow your heart, follow guys. That's the message heart. of the sesh today. Wow. Wonderful. And don't listen to the douches. Yeah. <laughs> don't let them push you into doing things you don't want to do too young. True fucking that. God, so, and it's sad how used to you. I and I can't speak for men because I've never been in that shoes. But as a female, it's sad how used to you 
how used to being pressured you are yeah like it was like a normal thing to be pressured to do more and like you should be doing this and even i was like god i'm such a prude what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. like why don't i want this and then i'm like the fuck i know there's no timeline there's no right timeline like you do what you want to do when you want to do it you never want to force anything that's just gonna gonna be bad yeah but guys are too immature to understand that they're like one goal is and i think they also and they're gonna push till they get it men are supposed to want that and supposed to get it and you're cooler and you're more of a bro if you can get it i think it's also just majorly hormonal like they're just raging you know true um but anyways yeah i have some um other stories that i'll say for the bullying episode of just even ways that some of those boyfriends like ended Mm. up bullying me Oh, okay. Siri. Siri, what's up? Here's we found that 70s show. Why are you talking about this right okay, now? Okay, Siri's lost. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, you guys, that's it for this week's sesh. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Let us know if you guys yes. have any like cringy or funny boyfriend stories. We'd love to hear them in the comments below. Yes, of course. And, and make sure to follow us on social media at the underscore sesh podcast. podcast. That's right, baby. And follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts if you got an extra Helps second you can even leave us a review yes but that's very it for much. this week we send you air hugs if you do that. yes we we do and thanks for um all the kind words that you guys sent from last week missing mm-hmm. it really means a lot to us and we appreciate you we do but that's gonna be it for this week we'll see you on the next sesh but until then keep, keep it, it fresh, fresh. The $2 Small Me Cafe is the answer to your day. The question is whether you go with a rich caramel frappe paired with a warm cinnamon roll, a sweet caramel macchiato paired with a blueberry muffin made with real blueberries, or a hot chocolate paired with a classic apple fritter. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't worry, there's never a wrong choice. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.